also, I saw my first Fuck It, We'll Do It Live wedding procession. Pardon? I saw, I witnessed uh-huh. my first Fuck It, We'll Do It Live quarantine Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> uh, hey. Hold on a second. Elmo. Brain says words. Thanks, Wooly. I'm glad that you love my my wonderful Elmo cat. Brain says words. He enters into your brain. Uh, I saw I saw a wedding procession, quarantine style, except not really because they just didn't give a fuck and everybody was a big group marching down the street doing their thing and making sure. To yell "woo" loud enough that the uh, the particles would be shared amongst them. Uh huh. And I was like, "There it is." Share ever share all the particles. Hmm. Hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? There's 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 not much else to describe. There was a when you say we'll do it live. The first thing that I thought of was that you were witnessing a situation where people just decided to get married on the spot. Uh, no, more like not. I'm okay. What I'm trying to describe is there were people that decided we're gonna just have our big wedding thing, even though these gatherings are oh, not great. supposed to happen right now. And they did so. It they're out. the reason why we slid from yellow to orange. Yes, on yes. Fucking, Do you understand uh, what I'm saying right now? Yeah. Yes. Hey, Paige. Wooly got to see the actual moment that uh, Montreal <laughs> went to the shitter in terms of COVID. What happened? Big ass wedding, just going down the street, yelling "woo" all over each other. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Shit's rad, Instead bro. They're throwing rice. They're throwing particles. That's mm-hmm. that's what I. Right. That's there. You go. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Same. So and uh hey in the future we will instead of throwing rice or anything for the pigeons you will just go over and cough everyone in the procession will just cough on the bride and groom this is how you show your just, love <clears throat> this is how you show your love <clears throat> to your health so um yeah and it was just one of those things where you get to just watch it go down and you're like okay so here is like uh just a a parade of Zero fucks given, you know. Yeah. So the thing that it's 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 tragic and it's ironic and it's all sorts of things, but every single time one of these events of people go, ah, fuck it, I don't give it. Somebody in that group dies. Hundred percent of the time. Hundred percent. Hundred percent of the time. Yep. And then and then you get to feel great about. Um, your celebration being the end of someone else. So that's always a fun thing to hold on your conscience for the rest of your life. Um, well, it depends. On, because there's two types of people. Yeah, sure. There's the type of person who goes, oh, no! Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lawyer down south in the States that, like, had a... He was like, COVID's a hoax party. Mm-hmm, and then he mm-hmm. killed everyone's grandparents, mm-hmm, like, directly. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And he wrote this big article about how bad he felt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's other people who are like, well, I'm going to live my life, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be held hostage And to And to no be fair, disease. if we have one data point on the, on the chart to use to judge the quality and character... It's the data point mm-hmm. that says we threw the wedding anyway. So that's one point to judge them on based on whether or not they'll end up giving a fuck about the, the consequences. So the, 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 it's, it's kind of funny because this was 
I remember this popping off and like reading about it and like a haha meme back in like October, November before COVID even existed, right? And it was the I think it's like a 14 green text and it is the shopping cart uh base uh, the shopping cart rule of morality. Yes, we talked and about this. You can, we yeah, talked about this. You can this. tell every, you, everything about somebody based on whether or not they'd put the shopping cart back. And that got insta re- replaced by mask wearing. Essentially. And it's 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 become so weird the, because people are getting covid all over. Mm-hmm. But the first question in your head is how'd you get it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the answer is usually I got it from work, right? It, the the mask. But sometimes the answer's like the mask. I, I just decided to go down to the bar. The mask doesn't seem like a shopping cart because, um, like people don't know don't realize that the mask is about other people and it's not about yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's not a, it's yeah. not because it seems like the mask is you put it on your face to protect you, but that's not exactly what's happening, and it's not a it's not an it obvious protects thing. you a little. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely your shopping cart mentality, uh, and it's 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 interesting. But uh, they, yeah, and then the I, all I could think about too was, um, and I didn't I didn't this one I'm not sourced on, but Reggie was kind of telling me that he was reading about uh, how some languages are more COVID susceptible than others, and English, English is high yeah. up there. Because we have a lot of plosives. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why we got to have these pop guards. Yeah. English so English is bad th- for the spread. Here's my thought. All right. If, and this is just a thought, right? If you want to have your big no mask wedding with big group, right? You should be forced at the end of the wedding to also... Stand in a field while somebody with a blindfold empties one full clip of handgun ammunition into random directions. That's possible. That's possible. You never know where it'll end up. Because it is basically the same thing. Um, If I had to take a guess at what that list would look like like, uh, uh, of languages with the worst uh, uh, carrying rates for viral load... Uh, oh no, Russia and Germany. Russia, Germany, <laughs> um, uh, Arabic, probably, probably really bad and really high up on that list. But at the top of the list, absolutely would have to be Kikongo. That's correct. That's <laughs> obviously Kikongo. That's, that's, Kikongo has to be at the top of the list. So was it Kikongo for everybody? Everybody. Okay, that's okay. Because if it wasn't, and it was a bunch of real languages, then everyone would walk out of there going, "What are you trying to say about X language, man?" And it was like, "No, no, no." There's not. I'm trying to chance. say that the supervillains of the world hate it, and it needs to be protected. You can't pick. You can't pick a, a random language and then not let people know that that was randomly chosen. Otherwise, they'll think like the language they got was a deliberate statement. But yeah, I'm Kikongo, about done with this shit. Kikongo is a a pick that I think I'm not sure if anybody that speaks Kikongo decided to like got upset about it or not. But I don't imagine. I'm about done with this COVID shit. Can we just 
Can we just stop? Well, the problem is that a lot of people are saying that, but the difference is you're saying that and just sighing mentally while they're saying that and then kicking the door open. So there's two actions that follow, I'm done with this shit. You know? But yeah. I think my, f- I think my favorite reaction I have seen is guy on the street yelling at people who are wearing masks to stop wearing them. Oh yeah, there's that. Which uh, which is like the wildest invert I could imagine. I mean, I saw a lady hop up on a counter at uh at whatever like a KFC pull a knife out and just say I'm really hungry, give me food. And they're like, we can't serve you without a mask. And she's like, I'll fucking cut you. Give me food. I'm hungry. <laughs> Give me a two-piece. <laughs> and it's like, what? Dwayne, yeah. you saw? Oh. So, you know. Well. Hey. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Just about done with this shit. Well, anyway. Going down to the dog park recently, quite often. Paige is going more often, but I go down about two, three times a week with the boy. And uh, it's really weird to be around groups of people. It is a very bizarre situation. Mm. Like, everybody has their big long leashes and is just staying the fuck away from all the other dog owners. Well, the dogs are off the leash anyway, right? But it's like everyone's talking from far away... And, you know, most people are wearing their masks and you're outside in this big open space. And it's just like, it's like group agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. There's, um, I mean, like, uh, 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 the few times I've had, to, I've had to run outside and see what's going on and stuff, there's been different, uh, um, you know, there's different levels of, like, some people are, are, like, mask up all the time outside. Some people are, like... You know, only when the crowd is around and whatnot. But yeah, you always definitely spot the um, the very large gathering that is like you are not all from the same household, right? Oh man, That's... we saw a group of twenty somethings just carousing down the street and pile into a house about a hundred feet from our door with a with a you know with a not a keg but like a bunch of beers, and I'm just like, man. I hate all of you. All of you are at fault. Yeah. Well, it's very bitter. In any case, uh, we've had a very, very busy news week. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Let's let's get on to the weeks and then start start covering this shit because there's a lot to talk about. Okay. Hey, Wolves. What did you do with your week? Well, um. I'm gonna say that uh, off the off the top, I popped in Star Renegades. Oh yeah! And I played the first what I what I'll call I guess slice. You know you know how games have a very first deliberate planet. like first arc to them now. Like yep. there's an intro, there's always a prologue, and then there's a prologue, and then there's a first couple. Whether it's like mission or hour or whatever, the first thing that leads to a boss fight, and then you go, that is your intro to the game, 
Yeah. Right. Uh, so th- it's it's almost like you're a perfect one-off length if you're going to do that. Uh, yep. So we did that. And um, boy, that just ticks a lot of boxes and scratches a lot of itches that I have for many, many things. Um, Star Renegades, as, as discussed last episode, is the RPG roguelike. Um, what rules immediately is the art style. Very nice pixel. Oh boy, does it rules. Really, really clean, nice pixel art style. Um, but like with, uh, uh, I guess 3D applied to it. So it's, the sprites are being lit by explosions and particle effects and things like that. Looks like a high-end Octopath. Very, very nice. Yeah, things like that. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of like how KOF handled its, uh, its lighting and, and such as well. Uh, you get mm-hmm. uh, the actual battle system, which is um, fairly in-depth and complex, to me at least, uh, RPG. Where you have your, um, your timeline, you have your, your set turns... And then you have a lot of your actions, and then you've you have energy shield. You have energy shields. You've got armor. You've got HP. Uh, you've got a lot of debuffs and stats and 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 things that can affect your your damage output slash your your yep. your, your you know damage intake. Um, but who cares about that shit? It's about pushing the turn. And then you've got the push turn. Exactly right. You've got the the moves that might do less damage. But they slow you down, or they slow the enemy down. You stagger the opponents. Uh, you can delay people by stunning them, but the main system seems to be one where the uh, the turn display, the turn order, like instead of just showing you a bunch of portraits of who's going to move when, it actually shows you a timer of sixty seconds, and then it's who's de- going to move when in in what order in that minute. Uh, and it'll and it divides it into these little like ten second chunks, and you can see exactly on the on the timer when this move comes out, you know. And so uh, if you plot your heavy move to come out, it'll usually be slow, and the enemy's like basic shot might come in faster. But mm-hmm. if you take a second a, po- a second team member and delay that enemy with a, a stagger attack like a pushback. They will then possibly get pushed back just behind that first heavy attack that you set up, and now it's hitting them preemptively. And everything that hits early is basically a crits. It's a crit. Yeah, it's like a counter hit system. So what, what would be a, a counter hit? Uh, you know, in other genres, in this case, it's a uh, a full on crit, which gives you extra things that it does. It might activate an extra uh, uh, um, effect. You know, and and like it's just a really awesome system where because the timer shows you what they're about to do, it reminds me of Into the Breach because you've got perfect information for what the enemy is going to attack you with. And there's no so far there have not been uh, miss rates or any chances of, of like whiffing or anything like that. I played to the end of the second planet and didn't have a single thing missed in either direction. So then it's perfect information, and thus you're fighting the battle, but really you're solving the puzzle. And mm-hmm. I fucking love that. I have so much fun with that. Uh, same like Into the Breach kind of like, all right, 
we know what's about to happen. Plot your move perfectly and set it all up, you know, let the dominoes fall. Um, and then, of course, there's uh, Darkest Dungeon-like moments of camping between nights and day so that you can... Sharing affection with your affection cards. Buff your team up and then build their relationships to up. And if their relationships get high enough, you get access to dual tech. So they have split attacks. And if they... If they get even higher, you can get progeny units. I don't even know what that is. I'm going to assume it's new units that are basically their babies. Like, if you fuck that robot. Oh, what? Because progeny means, like, baby spawns. Yeah, okay. Huh. Uh, One of them is... One of the weirdest things... One of them is... I mean, I had two partners. One was Uh not human, and the other was birthed in a vat. That's right. So, ye, wow. Fuck the robot. Have a baby. Okay. Just do it. Well, the, <laughs> in any case, um, it also helps that you're fighting a bunch of rad robots. Uh, really cool. Like, you know, story so far is, is doing its thing. Lot Like, lots of, like, you know, setting up of the story. Cutscenes, characters introduced. Uh, but, yeah, more than anything, like, you just kind of feel... Um, like you have a lot of options, you know, and, and throughout the first mission that I did, uh, and it was to the first major boss, the first, uh, behemoth, mm-hmm. you had the ability to, you level up, you get cards and you, and, or you level up and get new abilities. And I feel like, you know, you get to kind of play this how you want to. There's different ways you can pro, you can, you can approach it, but. Uh, I was able to, I preemptively fought the behemoth and I was able to just squeeze out a victory. Uh, it was, it was a pretty hype, nice tight fight. Um, I, 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 I clutched it from the jaws of defeat. And, uh, in the end, I was left very, very impressed with, like, the situations where you can preview info to see the next turn. And the next turn says, this boss is dropping a murder beam that's going to wipe your party. You're going to die. It says kill shot. You have to kill it now. It says kill shot on everybody. And this is going to happen unless you can change the future. You know, so you start working. You start uh, putting your fury points to use, you know. And, and yeah, like it was, it was just a fucking incredible game. I got, uh, so I ended up getting to the end of the second boss, and uh, you get party members every planet you beat. Nice. So by the end of the game, you'll be rocking like a six-man party. That's what it looks like, yeah. Which means that every extra planet is like an order of complexity higher. Um, the story is pretty, it's it's pretty light, but the, the one thing about it that, that caught me off guard is that in terms of roguelike considerations... Like, in Isaac, it's like, when you die, it's just like, that didn't happen. This is the real run, or whatever, right? In Gungeon, it's like, oh, you get shot by the bullet of the past, you go back in time, right? In this, it's your whole reality gets annihilated, and you just jump the little baby robot to a similar one, mm-hmm. and give it another shot. Like, every failed run is an entire dead galaxy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bummer. Uh, I mean... Into the breach, right? Warp back. Right. Warp back and, and, and help the next reality. 
I, I remember like I, like talking about how like that's an interesting device for roguelikes because it obviously plays right into the repetition. But mm. it's also like if you have access to that technology, that's a very benevolent thing for someone to do to be like, well, this is all fucked. But before I go, at the very least, I can tell my neighboring reality, hey, watch out. You know? Yeah. It's quite quite nice. Quite nice. Yeah, the game's great. Uh, there's only one thing that I would say it might be a downside. I played the game for almost four hours, and I got to the end of the second planet. Roguelike and rogue light runs are usually measured between half an hour to an hour. A full run of this would be like six hours. Hmm. Yeah. Like, like that's crazy. That's like a whole video game. It is. And for, for your winning run. And I'm okay with that. Like, if you're going to take some losses, you know, take them. Take them early. Take them hot. And then get to the place where check. you understand the system. But, uh, yeah, so far, uh, so good. And I do like that um, there's – you know how there's always got to be a – there's always got to be something de- de- uh, uh, that de- that diminishes over time that is harder to replace, you know? So that, like, the further you go, you can't just, like, always be tip-top shape. Um, mm-hmm. In – Darkest Dungeon, it's stress, right? Stress yep. management is really hard, even if you keep your life high. And in this, uh, I mean, in 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 a in a Persona game, it would be your your mana, right? Your MP ends up running out a lot of the time. In this, it's your life, but only your HP. You can keep your your energy shields replenished fairly easily, but your your armor. Is from what I can tell so far not coming back, and your HP is only at camp or like when you get a nice pickup. Armor and health, you can find pickups or camp it up, but yeah, it's not going to come back automatically. Your Mm -hmm. shields are going to be your regenerating health for most of it. So that was like, okay, I understand. This is the flow, and a really bad run will have you like, like crawling to the boss. With very little HP, uh, but you might have your energy and armor intact. You know, you'll get, you'll start with that full shield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, that's cool. I also like the touch where there's certain effects that happen immediately at the beginning of the timeline. So mm-hmm. uh, you get to like essentially like change your calculations. You know, uh, um, by just applying a, a, a step right away. You know, uh, yeah, like the uh, the like the the fucking stun that the 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 rogue gets blitz. Yeah, it's like, do, does this need to stop now? Like that? Fuck that thing. Yeah, yeah. So that is really really cool, and uh, I'm I'm gonna be going back to Star Renegades on my own time for sure. Mm-hmm. Big big thumbs up on that. Recommend. What else did you get on? Uh, I also decided to take a look at Nine's Perfect Welt. All right. <laughs> can you type that into Discord so I can look it up? Because I don't know how to you, spell that. You don't even need to, but if you wanted to, it uh it is it is basically the third Akatsuki Blitzkampf game. 
Oh. So, uh, excuse me, Akatsuki Blitzkampf. So that is a uh, that's a, an old a fighting game by Subtle Style. Uh, played it back in the in the day and love it. Really, really cool. It's got an old man named Fritz. He's got a sword, and I like that character a lot. It's the it's the game with all the Nazis in it. But uh, turns out that that might not be the case. So it had it had an update once called Off Ausch, and then there was a, a second update into the into the, the the most recent version of the game called uh, basically One Perfect World in German. Uh huh. And Ein Perfect Welde. Uh, it is still pretty, still cool. Lots of uh, new stuff going on, new characters dropped. It seems like it never got ported anywhere, so it's only in Japanese arcades. So you basically... I'm not even getting real results for this title. Yeah, but you remember... I'm getting, like, books. Put it this way. You remember the Blitz Tank? Yeah. It's the series that the Blitz Tank comes from. That's all you really need to... I found screenshots of this game. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those. And it's not a sigil fighter. It's it's very... It's very... It's not a... It's very much not that. It's uh, it's not an anime-like fighter in terms of, like, mechanics and whatnot. It's not doing Arxis double jumps and air dashes. Well, there there is a double jump. But um, it's a lot more, like, you know, kind of normal in that regard. But it's a very fun system. Three buttons, A, B, C, and parry, you know. So, uh, um, yeah, that's all cool. But we had uh, – so someone that messaged me about this game that is a huge fan of it basically was explaining that, uh, you know, in, according to the lore, these are not a bunch of Nazis necessarily. Uh, they might have been perhaps at some point in their origins, but it, things get a little bit more complex, you see. Like the main character might uh, he was undercover slash not actually working for the 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 imperial army and and all these things and I'm like the more it goes on the more I'm just like okay so 100 percent of this roster is wearing Hugo Boss uniforms and and and, and I don't know man and a non-zero. A non-zero amount of them have win quotes that are literally Heil Hitler <laughs> or Zeke Heil. And the game is the game is called One Perfect World. But we're gonna just say, hey, no. When you look into the fine print, there's little asterisks that say, nah, they're not they're not nationalist socialists, though. It's okay. They're fine. Leave it alone. And you're like, all right. Sure, subtle style. Whatever you say, um, we all totally believe you. It's not like there's an unlockable character named Whacker that throws a burning swastika at you. Oh, that's true. That is that game. But no, no, that's another game. That's a different one. <sighs> you know? Oh, it's oh yeah, that's the shittier. The sh- yeah, thing this one's actually pretty fun. Uh, but no, anyway, the game was fun. It was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. But like, I definitely don't like uh, like the, it's one of those things where there's some changes. Did to it direct it. you to read any literature it, on any it websites did not, afterwards? It did not. Okay, but it did uh, change the character I like in some ways that I don't like. And um, community wise, it seems like those who uh, play the 
Blitzkamp series prefer the first game. So this is not the the oh, version that people that's really kind of a bummer. Yeah, but it's just it, it, that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes the changes are not really uh, changes that people appreciate, so they just kind of stick to a version of the game that you know they like, aka melee. And uh, this is one of those. So in keeping with that theme of you know let's play the not chosen version. We also popped in Second Impact. Oh, boy, is that not the chosen version. <laughs> uh, Second Impact, man. Dude, just... There are a lot of people who don't even know what game you're talking about because you're not saying the full title. Street Fighter Three: Second Impact. Right? Because, like, Street Fighter Three: Third Strike, that's the title, right? That's, it's called... That's 3-3. It's three, three, three. That's the one. No. Street Fighter 3 Third Strike no. is the third version of Street Fighter 3. The second, Get out. The first version of it is called New Generation, and the second version of it is called Second Impact. Uh, when they packaged them together, they called it Giant Attack, and then after that, we got Third Strike. That's a great name, Giant Attack. Giant Attack is that. wonderful. I love it. So, uh, Street Fighter 3 Second Impact was before the game went hip-hop. That was before it started listening to the rap music. And uh, that was before it turned orange. You know? This was a, a very different aesthetic. And it was just CPS3 doing what it does. And, like, I... You really do have to go back at least to appreciate some of the, the design aesthetic choices. The the uh life bars are gorgeous they have those like portraits of the eyes at the top that look really nice the um menus and the music and like the the mood is it, like again third strike is the best but like there's some really it's got a completely different feel a really different feel and it's very fun you know it's very nice it's a very uh uh, uh video gamey feeling uh uh vibe i i don't know how else to put it you know but like you get these. It feels much more at home in an arcade in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, sure, though, sure. Yeah, it did come out in the nineties. I mean, new generation had the globe on the character select screen, so that you know you'd like fly around the map as if you, it were World Warrior back in the day. And then uh, Second Impact had the, um, yeah, it had stage intros where if your character and the, and the stage had an interaction together, like Yun and Yang. Yun would be skateboarding over a car crash and land, mm-hmm. and then the the board rolls away and then he fights you. Or Yang is on the top floor of um, the restaurant they work at and he jumps down and fights you. Akuma comes down from the mountaintop. Uh, Elena's stage, the bridge falls between rounds. You know, like lots of little fun things that happen on the stages that you can just be like, yeah, man, that shit's great. And then, of course, mechanically, uh, parries are easier, and Dudley has his thunderbolt attack, where he jumps up up top the screen and corkscrews downwards, and shit's that goofy. That movie's nuts. Shit is so goofy. Uh, you- Somebody who played Dudley in, in Third Strike first, seeing that move, it, like from what I thought was a grounded boxer character, it's just so weird. It's hilarious. It it it, w- it went away, but like at the time, I was like, "What the fuck?" Uh, yes, you got Sean with a real Shoryuken that turns into a dunk, 
which uh, I loved because it was just it was wonderful. And it was in fact, it was too good in, in, in Capcom's eyes. They had to take it away. But he had a Shoryuken that had a and slam dunk after the worst character that ever was. Yeah, no. I mean, look, man, Sean was not like Sean was still still had his problems. But having a real uppercut with a nice little like bam at the end was sick. Um, and then, of course, there was uh, Ibuki, who used to have a super that was more or less on the level of what Chun-Li ended up with. Like, it's just oh, yeah. a teleport forward combo that you can just activate to punish all kinds of shit. Very, very fun. Um, yeah. Sean was Sean was really cool with that. That, that, that All these little changes were, were just like, man, back in the day, before they kind of went crazy... Alex with a different voice. It's just it's just an interesting thing to. Go I back don't and look like at. his old voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. You can't skate. <laughs> and he's loses. It's like very very Michael Jackson ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Akuma and Sean rolling past each other. You know, and uh, and I want to say as well, there was like uh, yeah, a lot of voices were different. Like uh, Yun and Yang too. Like they actually had way high, more high pitched, like like the why uh, why you know, like the Rekka thing sounded mm-hmm. different, and uh, Yun's like Satsukadama. They 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 were basically like fourteen year olds, and then I feel like they they their voices aged them up a little bit in Third Strike. Ew, it was cool. It was cool. So uh, I I uh, yeah I I like going back to that every once in a while and just being like, this is where it came from. This is cool. Um, and on the home version, you could switch super arts between rounds, which was kind of crazy. What? That was That's so busted. It was crazy because it was like, what did you anticipate you would need each round? You know, start with this, then go to that, then go to that. Usually, there's a best super art that you just stick with the whole time because why the fuck not? Yeah. But anticipating that, like, uh oh, uh, final round, time to switch it up from. Um, whatever, uh, you know, from SA3 to SA2 or for whatever you're anticipating. It's kind of nuts, you know. I imagine if you have a, 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 a strategy that revolves around filling your meter up and then perhaps busting it out at the end, you can probably use that tech. Wait, you keep the meter even if you change your super? Well, you ch- it ch- it, you keep the meter between rounds. Like, that's how the system works. But, yeah, you change... Whether you want one, two, or three, you pick. Basically, you pick your character, and then you pick your super art, and then it'll you pick your super art three times, and it'll be round one, round two, round three. You know, so yeah, uh, <laughs> like that's that's kind of. But there was, that was the console version uh, only. The original arcade, you just picked with one. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. That was only in Giant Attack. Second Impact had Shinakuma in it that was never playable. There is a boss Akuma version that exists. I did not know that. Yeah. And it's... So I only played like a total of like 10 matches of, of Giant Attack. There is a crazy... There is a, a, you know, like Street Fighter 3 uh, Akuma that is Shin Akuma. And uh, there's, a, there's a whole sequence for like how you go about to fight him in arcade mode. But uh, yeah, that was never made unlockable. So... Uh, no. Yeah, because that would be busted. But I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. So that was getting to fighting games, FFS, for fuck's sake. 
Um, yeah, so we oh. are going to be popping those up on the channel. And we are also going to be, uh, you know, going on with uh, the new LPs this week. So, yeah, you can check, of course, all that out on twitch.tv slash woollyversus and on youtube.com slash woollyversus. We are uh, firmly in between games right now because Paper Mario's mm-hmm. done and Halo Reach is done. So it's time to start some new shit. So please look forward to a schedule of new shit uh, starting this week. Should be fun. Hooray! How about you? I beat Transistor. Yeah. I feel like the people who love Transistor love it so much. How about I felt let down by Transistor. That's okay. I felt that... Well, the biggest problem is that I don't like the way the combat works. Yeah, that's a big That's a big part of it. That's what you're and, doing and, for and most and of that's, the game. And that's why I, I, like, I fell off of it um, the first time. Uh, when I started to play it way back, I got to the first boss at the... You know, the, the girl with the hat? The Her? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And then I recently went through it. And it's like, I really, really love everything about the way the functions interact. I think that's fantastic. And I think the way that it forces you to vary it up to get all the lore pieces on all the characters to be super cool. But actually using the vast majority of them. I felt was kind of lame. Like I ended up at the end of the game, like I only really liked three or four functions and I was constantly having to pull those off in order to put new ones on to get the, the background information on the new ones. And I would get stuff like, Oh, Hey, it's ping. I fucking hate ping, but I have to use it three times in order to get like the background on it. Mm hmm. Um, and it's like, if it wasn't mask or charm or call or crash, like I I always feel like I was being, how do I put this? I felt like I was being punished for wanting to learn about the game by not being able to use the moves I wanted to use. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I felt, I don't know how I feel about the end sequence because on the one hand, I think it feels super rushed. Like, that final area is, like, a joke. Like, you only fight one enemy type, and you just, like, steamroll them super fast, and the final boss is a a joke. But at the same time, the guy talking to you is gold-blooming the fuck out, and I wish he was in the whole game. Like, the final antagonist that's talking to you at the Mm -hmm, end, Royce. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, why isn't he just talking to you the whole game? You didn't like you didn't he's so good. Yeah, he's really cool. You didn't enjoy the uh the fight. I beat him in like 45 seconds. Mm. I so like <laughs> uh like the I would have enjoyed the fight but like I didn't get to do most of it because I just iced him in like a second. Mm-hmm. Um 
I also think the ending is actually just terrible. Like the 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 solution at the end of the game is like awful, and I don't. How do I, put I very strongly disagree with the the game's theme. Badly. Okay. Did I just disconnect myself? No. Know. Okay. No, I'm just I'm just listening to your review. The, from the art perspective and the like, the presentation perspective is like immaculate, but like I don't like the story, and like man, I did not care for the gameplay either. So I kind of feel like I don't know. I feel like I was oversold on it. Yeah, by people I, around me going, "It's the best game ever. It's my favorite game ever." Well, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know why you're speaking in such a like indirect term. Obviously, I'm someone who loves the game and has and has. You're not the only person. Okay, okay, fair enough then. Uh, you know, like that's why I'm speaking indirectly because you are not the only person who has been like, "Oh my god, Transistor's the best." Well, and I'm like, I'm not. Uh, I'm, 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 that's, that's all right. There's a lot of things that, you know, we don't feel the same about. And I, I was not bothered by the gameplay. I enjoyed it. And, uh, in the end, I had a very different impression, you know? Like, like for, like, if you do want something that is targeted towards you, Wooly, I can say that I wish the game didn't take place in a computer Mm -hmm. because the fact that it takes place in a computer means that you, of course, it will be your favorite game ever because it's kind of like Reboot. No, that's stupid. That's not true. That's not the reason Uh why at all. It's 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 the setting. Not it has nothing. Yeah, it's a computer. Look, it's like Reboot. Yeah, fuck off. That's not the reason why I like it. On a character level, I like what's happening with the combat. I think the design aesthetics, I think the sound, I think a lot of what's going on is my it's 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 to my liking, to my taste, but it's not the computer part of it. The fact that it's in a computer is cool. It's but it's not just oh, it's similar to reboot, thus I like it. And thus anything because that implies that anything that takes place in a computer is gonna automatically be like, oh Wooly loves it because it's in a computer, and that's not true. That's why Sword Art Online is your favorite anime. Right. So on that aspect, fuck off. That's not it at all. But with everything else, yeah. The it's it's fucking firing on all cylinders for the type of shit that I like looking at, that I like playing, um, for the types of characters that I enjoy talking to. Um I hap- I really like the way the uh the the dialogue plays out. I love the way the sword talks to you. I kind of love a lot of the the. I like know. the narrator from uh, Transist, uh, not Transist, uh, Bastion way better. Yeah. Um. Well, that's a, it's a different tone. You know, mm-hmm. it's a different tone. Like he's going for a a more like southern storyteller kind of vibe. You know, like almost a Johnny Cash talking to you sort of energy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and he's telling a story as opposed to talking to you, character that going, "Hey, Red, are you okay?" You know, like a lot of that is, uh, it's noir. It's it's going for a different energy entirely. But, um, you know, and like that that comes down to genre, ultimately. But yeah, no, no, it's not one of those things where I'm like, um, I'm gonna line up with the the the, the thesis and and this and that. It's just ultimately 
a lot of it is is uh, taste. You know. Do you, Do you like the ending? Uh, I remember. I remember not. I remember like I remember being fine with it. Yeah, I remember being like, yeah, that's cool. Like it played out in a way that I wasn't particularly bothered. Um, but at the same time, like full disclosure, like I played it so long ago that like the point to point things are not fresh in my memory. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of about what this about uh, uh, the story right now that's not fresh. So I can't really bring up that or the well, characters or the the weapons and things like that. It's from I don't know how many years ago. My I played my, it. my main complaint about the ending is something that I'm sure you remember. And it's the decision the main character makes at the end of the ending. Um, can we can we talk about that? Are we far enough away from I, Transistor I think, that we can talk about the ending? I think so. I mean, what, what game is the year from? A long time ago. It came out on the 360. Um, yeah, let me just... Uh, 2014. Okay, yeah, that's that's a bit. Okay, we're spoiler cast for Transistor starting now. I can't, uh, I can't really join you because I, I'd have to go back and read, reread read what happened and stuff. I, no, you. Th- there's only one thing I need to talk about, and I'm certain that you remember it. Okay, and that is the end of the game is we could fix everything, but instead we'll commit suicide and we'll go to heaven and live with our loved ones in heaven. Which I think is gross. I think I think endings or or stories that are like we should all just kill ourselves so we can go to heaven are like legitimately terrible, almost on the point of being immoral. Yeah, I I don't. I I would have to go back and refresh on everything that happened. I I don't have that in my immediate memory. You don't remember that they kill themselves? No. So I have to go back and refresh on everything, pretty much. But I, I remember when I got to the end. I remember what I felt when I played the game. But I don't remember the specifics at this point. I'd have to go back and catch up. Well, shit. No wonder it's your favorite game. You forgot all the th- things that sucked about it. All I can tell you is at the time, what I remember feeling was like enjoyment i don't remember being bothered by the things that you mentioned but again it's i don't know what to tell you dude i am i'm sorry i don't have the i don't have the fucking memory you know all right that's all right i'm super okay i'm baffled by that like uh all right uh in better news how much time or let me change this question around how much time have you put into hades uh i didn't beat hades i put enough time in that i was able to make it to um i guess the third area uh i fought the minotaur and i got past him and i kind of i'm somewhere in the area past him so oh you got to the area wait the minotaur or theseus and the minotaur the Minotaur boss? Yeah, because there's the Minotaur that you can fight as a mini-boss, and then there's Theseus and the Minotaur, which are the boss to get out of Elysium. No, not that. Just the Minotaur. Okay. Okay, so... 
Um, I've been playing that just nonstop since 1.0. Uh, I haven't. When's the, did you put a lot of time into it? Like relatively recently? Not not recently. I all, all my time was spent early, early, early access, um, mm-hmm. and then I came back for the um, the Nix update. I believe it was. Mm-hmm. I did a couple runs then, but like that was pretty much it. Um, I spent heavy, heavy, heavy amounts. I was playing it every day back in early access. Uh, Yeah, I think the last time I put a good amount of time into it was the update that added Minotaur. So I am like six months out from 1.0. Jesus Christ, they changed so much between updates. Mm. Like, just like... uh, But even beyond that... So I finally beat it the other night. And was bad. so it's a roguelike and it you know they want you to do extra runs so i beat it and was wondering well how the fuck can they possibly ju- oh okay they actually justified it extremely well as to why you would keep doing runs and then i spoke to a friend of mine who had hit credits and i was confused because i couldn't figure out how you hit credits and the answer is beat 10 runs. Like, the the actual end of the game is beat 10 runs. Um, which is a lot easier than it sounds. Because once I actually, like, got to the top and beat it the first time, like, I have played... So I played it, what, I don't know, like, four days and took me all that time to beat it once. I beat it seven times since in like a day. Well, uh, obviously like it, the, it just starts to go faster, faster, yeah, faster. Yeah, the, the the way you you melt things uh, that you've already beaten, I would assume continues all the way to the point where when you're good enough to get through the whole game, like the first time you beat Meg, each time after that you're like, okay, she's not an issue. So mm-hmm. the I imagine that just ends up being the entire game is not an issue because you're strong. So enough. it's it's not. It's not just that, but you're also building up like permanent power. Mm-hmm. So like you uh, you earn the ability to like say uh, like the sword. You can upgrade it so it does like th- I think thirty or forty different uh, f- thirty or forty percent extra on like certain types of attacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're actually getting like s- like straight up more powerful. Like I just unlocked an upgrade where uh, when you choose an ambrosia room, which eventually become useless because you don't need any more ambrosia. It gives you a, a random power up to a boon that you have, mm-hmm. like every time. And if you pick a darkness room, then your HP goes up by five, like when you finish it. So those get easier and easier and easier. And I was starting to worry about like what the like how how is this game just not going to become a total cakewalk? And then the game adds the pact of punishment. Did you ever fuck around with heat in the earlier versions of the game? Heat? I, yeah, I don't okay. know what that is. So it heat used to be something that uh you would just unlock from like the from Nyx. She would just give you the heat system. And it what it is is run modifiers. Um in Hades 1.0, it's uh unlocked once you beat the game once. And the way that it works is 
So you well, you unlocked when you got through the first three, you got like Titan Blood and you got uh, a diamond, right? Yeah. So you notice that you get a Titan Blood and a diamond for Meg and uh, uh, the Hydra, but then uh, that's per weapon, and then never you never get them again, right? But you have upgrades that require like 15 Titan Bloods or uh, fucking, you know, 10 Diamonds or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the way that it works is you go, okay, I want more Titan Blood and Diamonds. I'm going to pick the sword, which I totally beat the final boss with. And I'm going to make every enemy do 20% more damage. That resets all of your rewards. So, with the sword, at one heat, you can earn all those rewards again. And then after that, you can earn all the rewards again at two heat. And so, so as you are prestige. building up... Yeah, as you are building up permanent upgrades, the only way to get more materials for more permanent upgrades is to make the game harder in some format. Okay, so there's like prestige, basically, that you apply to... Think, think your, of it, your, your uh, somebody in, in, in chat said, it's, it's like using a bonfire aesthetic right. okay. to repop the boss so you can get the rewards again. Okay. Um, one of those is something called Extreme Measures, which is the, the coolest one, which changes the boss fights. I've only done one, but it changes the Megara boss fight to be all three Furies at once. Wow. Holy shit. Okay. And I think that one counts as two heat. Uh, there's so much in that fucking game. I I feel like uh, usually there's... I, I, what I remember is I'd, I, whenever I'd get really far in on a run, I would feel like it's because I have a broken build. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're... Mm-hmm. You know? And... Uh, and then I imagine the game will rise to the occasion to be like, mm, no, that broken build is kind of needed to deal with this threat. But there, there, there's some there's some times I, when I'm like, I get uh, uh, a zoning ability and an amazing dash that are just unfair. The only complaint i have about the game the game's beautiful it has the most amount of dialogue i've ever seen it's a great roguelike it controls amazing the only thing i don't like about it is that the distance between bad builds and perfect synergistic builds is the largest i have ever seen in a roguelike Mm. Like, have you ever seen those videos of people playing Isaac in, in in which, like, Isaac is the whole screen and just shooting black holes everywhere? And the, it's and, just, yeah, 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 totally. And, like, nothing can do anything? Yeah. You can totally get to be mm-hmm. that busted. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, fir- the first time I beat the game, I beat it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Because I had, a, I was using the bow... And it was, I would fire the bow, and it would cause a huge explosion, and poison everyone for massive poison ticks. Yeah. And then I would drop my cast, and it would the cast would, sh- like, just 
uh, shoot lightning constantly, and every time you were infected with poison, you would also get hit by lightning, and then the lightning would could chain hit lightning to times. other people. Yes, yeah, right. Exactly. And so it was, it was like I, I could stay at the at one end, yeah. and just take pot shots at the boss. I had like four dashes. Run, Each dash was a yeah. bomb. The bomb would explode. It would go through armor. Uh, it would deflect bullets. You know what I mean? And then like there's yeah, you you just stack. Like eight things on top of one ability, and then it just becomes the melter. Uh, the one of the cooler parts that I never got to in the old uh, in the beta version. Have you unlocked any of the new weapon aspects? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can change them to like the spear can be the spear of uh, of uh, tro- of. Um, not Troy of uh, Achilles, Achilles, you know, and like on the different aspects. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did start seeing that in the new. So there's a lot to that system. Some of them are minor differences, like the chaos shield throws two shields if you do the charge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the bu- the bows are really interesting. Where the the one of them is it sh- fires less specials, but they track. Um. And the third bow is super nuts, where instead of firing your cast, you load up your cast into your shot. So that you you press B three times, and then you fire off a power shot, and all three casts hit the enemy at the same time. Okay. With the arrow. Okay. But I unlocked the fourth uh, spear aspect, which changes the spear into a completely different weapon. Uh, so the fourth weapon aspects are new weapons. They're not variations. Interesting. They're completely new. Um, and the fourth weapon for uh, spear is the spear of Guan Yu. And it is a Chinese like slashing spear. Okay. And in the description, it says that the person who wields it doesn't exist yet. Hmm. Cool. And it comes with a, a special quest to bring it and leave it at the surface so that it can one day, like, make its way to China, I guess. Cool. Um, and it puts your health to 30 maximum and removes your spin attack, but it gives you a, uh, a spin attack you can throw that heals you. Like a round trip? Yeah, like a round trip. Okay. And instead of stabbing super fast like the spear does, mm-hmm. it it's like super slow hits that do like massive damage. So you can't like stun lock them anymore. No, because like the big thing so with the spear stun lock them with was just yeah. like pop 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 pop, and they're like they're not they're not moving. Everything's stun locked. Yeah, no. the, those those things are super weird. They're they're all really bizarre. The the sword one puts a field around you that slows projectiles. Hmm. Like they're they're fucking goofy. It's it's so weird because like I feel like this is pretty common to be said about a lot of these types of games, but the game actually legitimately starts once you beat it the first time. And I don't even mean like in terms of haha. Now let's do some runs. I mean the story starts once you beat it the first time. That's crazy to hear because doing so many runs to get not through the game yet, like involves getting exposed to 
wild amounts of dialogue. There's so much uh-huh. conversation to go through. And again, I haven't beaten it, but I've done enough runs to to hear what I thought was the exhausted limit of some of these. And it seems like, nah, not yet. You know? Um, I can't believe how much dialogue there is. I... I got a special piece of dialogue from a god that only shows up after you beat the game once. Okay. I got a special line of dialogue for Nyx that only shows up when you get a boon from a god that only shows up after you beat the game. And probably after you beat the game like five or six times. And you need to get them in the first room. Jesus. It's like, okay, beat the game five times so that you, this god is unlocked. Then get them in the, as the, your starting upgrade and then die and then go talk to Nyx about what you learned from that character. Yeah, it's kind of nuts like, considering... It's, it's so ridiculous. Because it shows you like the heart system to be like, hey, build, build up favor by giving gifts. And then you can max that out. But like, just because you max it out doesn't mean you're done, you know? Like... Well, yeah, max it out, and then you get the final lock. And then the final lock is give them a goddamn Ambrosia, which only comes from beating Theseus and the Minotaur, which means you need a shit ton of them. Hmm. Yeah, so, you know, again, a lot of what you're describing is shit, like, I have not even fucking witnessed, but um, I feel like I've gotten a healthy, healthy dosage of game just doing the amount of runs that I've done. Uh, and it's considering the development story of this game is we're going to do it over time because we have a smaller staff working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like just the voice acting alone. I just like how so much, how long are those sessions? You know, like, yeah, it, 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 it it's crazy. It's crazy. But I mean, it, it it's weird that that's developed in this way. Because it's a super giant game through and through, you know, um, it feels like their whole team could have been working on this. But yeah, in any case, uh, fucking incredible. Yeah, it also gives you like super super long term goals. So uh, like after beating the game, so in order to uh, upgrade an aspect to its absolute maximum, you need like fifteen Titan Bloods. Which means probably like 10-ish. Well, yeah, eight runs, assuming you just kick up the difficulty every time. And you have to have maxed one of those out in order to actually finish a quest and unlock something else. And it's like, beat the final boss eight times at increasing difficulties to do this one thing. And I said it before, but I'm gonna uh, triple down and say the way that the art depicts these gods is my favorite version of those gods. Period. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by this fat dog I got. Mm-hmm. He's adorable. Okay, I love him. Uh, aside from Hades, man, I've been playing Hades. <laughs> like, 
That game's great. I was playing it like right up until the second we started the podcast. But that's pretty much it for me. I'm going to be doing more roguelikes this week. I'm going to be doing that over twitch.tv slash patstaresat if you want to check that out. We got to get to news because holy shit. Yeah. Um, let me just take a look here. Yeah. So uh, let's just take a quick word from our sponsors and then we will discuss all the shit that's going on. This week, Castle Super Beast is brought to you by DoorDash. Hey, DoorDash, what up? What up is dinner. I had food from you earlier today. It was great. What up is breakfast, lunch, or dinner, then? Let's, let's, let's say any meal, anytime, anywhere, straight to you. Uh, you, you just, it's, we've been, we've been, we've been letting you know about it, but it's really simple. It's, it's the way you get your food when, uh, you need it from your favorite places, any joints that you like in your neighborhood, places you want to support, local favorites, big chains, a whole bunch over, I believe the number last time we checked was 300,000 partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. Um, and yeah, you just, you, you hop on the app, you, you grab your, 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 your favorites and you pop them in there. I am very happy that the, with the, with the level of contactless delivery that we've, uh, been enjoying. I continue to enjoy the fact that I get a knock on the door. I go to the door, the food is there waiting and the person is just already walking away. Just going, all right, you know, you take care. Yeah, the, on- the only variation that I have on that is sometimes they're standing there with the stuff, and then they do the, the universal, like, look down at, the- at your door frame, and they're like, do-, do, you want- do you want it down there? Right? And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah down there. Mm-hmm. And they go, cool, and then you give thumbs up, and then they run away. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, do you remember, do you remember um, Fantastic Mr. Fox? I did not see it, so I can't remember it. Okay. Well, there's a really cool scene where someone in the distance sees someone else that's far away, and from a distance, that character just holds a fist up like, hey, yeah, solidarity. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a little one of those. It's like, from a distance, I see you. I respect what you got going on. Thank you very much. Fist up. So, uh, right now... Listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code CASTLE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and on the App Store and use code CASTLE. Don't forget code CASTLE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash. I recently had a situation with DoorDash in which the, the delivery person forgot my soda and I complained, and they gave me a refund on the whole order. That's crazy! Wow. You, I I didn't I didn't even want that. I was like, hey, they forgot the soda. Can I get a refund on the soda? And they're like, we avoided your order. Here's your credit. And I'm like, okay. Whoa, that's pretty okay. That is an extreme amount of of stuff for that situation. But hey, that's really that's rad. Cool. Um, thanks, DoorDash. Yeah. 
Get some food, support the show, do your thing. Okay, well, this is a weird one, but the place that I get the notes for this stuff is not working. Oh, no! And... It ain't working. So, I don't have the exact numbers to give you on who you should on, on on what codes to use and such uh okay well gonna have to move on and possibly take care of this in post that's unfortunate rut row on to the news on to of the which news. there is a hundred one good news sorry one bad news and 35 good newses Yes, let me just make some notes for editing purposes later, if you don't mind. While you do that, I'm going to flop my dog's ear while he somehow doesn't wake up. I don't know how this dog don't wake up. I can punch this dog in the face and smush his cheeks don't do and that. pat his butt don't while do, he's Don't asleep. do that. Don't, don't smush his cheeks? Don't punch him in the face. Oh yeah, just give him a little punch. Punch, 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 punch. Okay. You don't even care. Well, fine. You say that, but like, Punch. I grew up with some crazy Punch. motherfuckers who were not very nice to their pets. Yes, but Wooly, I'm a human. Yes, they were not. I would not. I would not actually punch my dog. I just pretend like this. Uh, all right. He love. He loves it. So, first order of of business, uh, shall we bury the light? Nope. All right. I'm not allowed. Okay. So, with this, obviously, we have to uh, talk about the announcement and what sucks. And I don't know which is overtaking you more so at the moment, uh, but... With the announcement of Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition comes some bum news for PC owners that are not being given a a chance to get it on Special Edition on PC. Uh, That Mm -hmm. sucks, and there's no real good reason for it. Uh, The reasons they're giving are just like outright lies. It's really funny. They're like, well, we're optimizing the version for the next-gen consoles so it can't go on PC. And you're like, the PCs that have had ray tracing for like over a year. Well, traditionally, um, I remember the thing was that what was it? Uh, LDK mode, Legendary Dark Knight mode, aka um, PC I, mode. I, I, what I called it was hardware must die. Uh, yeah. Is the mode that was yeah available only on PC. So it seems like a weird decision to go against it in this way. I mean, I I. I can tell you what the decision is when why. Yeah, I have. I was talking with Hitchhiker, and he has a variation of Legendary Dark Knight mode working right now. Yeah, we saw the he put a video of it, of, it mm-hmm. of a million monsters. Well, for and there's the, a guy working on a, a ray tracing mod right now. Well, for the and Virgil's been playable for months. Yes. Yeah, so for the story, there is the special edition that's going to drop on PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series. 
and uh, it will be coming out with what the what you just mentioned, ray tracing with uh, playable mm-hmm. Virgil with uh, legendary Dark Knight mode and um, uh, up to what they said was a couple of variable options for for display where you can go up to 120 FPS uh, or you can or uh, uh, go down to 30 down to 30 with 4k or 1080p 60 Mm -hmm. so you can go yeah 1080p 60 4k 30 FPS or 120 FPS and whatever resolution accordingly uh, so that's that's one of the things as well. Um, and then for those, this is the the next gen version of the game. And uh, for current gen, there will be Virgil DLC, so you can uh, get a DLC pack to add Virgil playable. But the other features listed will not be coming to PS4 and Xbone and PC. Uh, but PC will also have the Virgil DLC. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can, it's a, it's, you know, you can take your guesses. Um, I think it is reasonable to assume part of Capcom's, like, not putting special edition on PC, at least right away, like, at least right away, is due to the heavy modding that we've been seeing. I think that, like, there's been two ways that Capcom have treated PC in the past. There's the stuff that's been simultaneous release, and there's the Monster Hunter Worlds. And this might be a Monster Hunter World situation, or one where they just don't even do it at all. But I think that the fact that PC modding in Devil May Cry 5 has brought out all these features and more crazy shit like what Hitchhiker's doing, PvP, you know, like like wild level of like of, of new shit. Um I think part of that is possible, uh, possibly the, the reason why Capcom would look and go like, we don't like that that happens with these games. So that that's not it at all. Okay. Um, this did happen in the past. Uh, you you bring up the alternative being Monster Hunter uh, World, but the more specific one is the last Devil May Cry game, which would be uh, for special edition DMC Four SE. Mm-hmm. No DMC Four SE. That's what I and, said. Uh, DM- Sorry, I misunderstood my own fucking sentence. Uh, and definitive edition for DMC. Mm-hmm. Um, D- definitive edition for DMC never came to PC either, and that was a situation in which definitive edition DMC was based off PC mods. Mm-hmm. Like people modded the original version to uh, like ignore the red blue stuff and all that crap, and changed some of the gameplay stuff, mm-hmm. and then some of that was included on the console version. Considering, I'm of the opinion that because Capcom is just directly lying about why PC's not getting the SE, you're free to make up your own reason, and it's just as valid. Um, the reason is because this should be a free update, but they don't want to spend the time or money because they can't charge PC players again. Like, the Virgil stuff, that should be probably paid, but... There's no reason why the SE stuff wouldn't just be a free update, especially considering you can make some of it a free update right now. So if you want. when you said that's totally not it, it's this other thing, you replaced a made-up reason with a made-up reason. I'm not saying it's not a valid guess, 
but we're both just speculating here. Well, when when the person you're talking to sees fit to lie to you, you should assume uh, ill intent. Okay, but I'm just saying, I thought, because you said, no, that's not it, and then you came in, I thought you were going to say something that was... Well, because the way you're phrasing it pointed as like, well, PC players, if you hadn't modded it, then you would have gotten it. That's not... Okay, I'm not saying they shouldn't have done them. Like, obviously, modding is going to happen. If your take from what I said was, hey, PC modders, it's your fault, that's completely not what I meant. What I was saying was, it might be Capcom being salty about those mods, which is very different from they shouldn't have done that. If they're salty about them, I would say it's because they... Those I'm not mods agreeing with, with, with that potential salt. I'm just saying that they might have been salty about that. I disagree with that as a good reason to not do anything on PC, though. Yes, but what I'm saying okay. is, is that salt is not over the mods. It's over the fact that tricking PC players into buying the game a second time would be harder because of them. They would have free alternatives like the- if someone decided to, let's say, mod in special edition to the original game as a mod and they just and like the, throw it all in there yeah the weirdest one is turbo mode because turbo mode is like a single line in a notepad file mm-hmm. that was in there from the beginning it would happen it would totally happen they would be there would be a mod so that you could just they would just grab stuff i mean there's already co- there you can cosplay the characters in whatever you know in 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 different costumes and shit like that there would absolutely be a mod that just makes special edition a a, a thing that is on the original um yeah that is a likely likely uh, uh scenario honestly i have to say that let's ignore the pc and all the mod stuff to a degree uh virgil coming officially and his track is amazing that's really cool this is a really shitty special edition compared to the other two so the thought process that made sense i saw someone make a post and again this is all we're all guessing right we're all just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks here but someone made a tweet that was basically describing that so far from what you look at um it seems like uh, outside of like these the 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 lighting changes and such, what you're getting asset wise is pretty much the same, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what you're seeing with Virgil is all pre-existing assets. He's not switching to Beowulf or um, to Force Edge. Uh, we're seeing mm-hmm. the exact move set that you fought him with, uh, and even when he stabs himself, obviously that's from the cutscene. So the the idea is then like we're getting a special edition that's made from what already exists as opposed to previous special editions where they added playable Trishan lady where they added uh uh you know extra campaigns for them and they added like Virgil and they added all this extra stuff you know uh so uh, the Virgil thing the the really crazy one is like you know the the big move that he shows in the trailer where he stabs himself and then V comes out screen and v, clear like floats and does a screen clear with all the the summons going nuts. Yeah. That move is in DMC5. Yes, it is an unlockable move that you can find in the code that V does where he floats off and says something like I'm done with this or whatever and he's floating in the air and the whole screen just gets nuked. 
Yeah, and like the current version looks really busted because the there's the, no effects the, on it. The demons don't do anything, but it's like this feels really, really lackluster. Like they they took a character with all his moves, and like there's no reason we couldn't have gotten a Virgil DLC like a month after the game came out. Okay, so what I'm gonna say is I'm not gonna jump to that conclusion just yet because. There's a very possible uh there's a possibility that oh shit. Whoops, sorry. Dropping things on myself over here by leaning. Uh there's a possibility that uh there are uh there's content that we haven't seen that will be in the game that we haven't seen in the trailer, right? So far I don't think that is true. It's they would have told us about that. It's possible, but it is more, it's more. Of course, it's most likely that anything that you see is what uh, is what they're going to advertise. But um, in terms of like what the full, for example, what I said was like Beowulf and Force Edge not being there is something where I'd like to see what the full kit looks like. If there's anything else on that move list to, um, I guess, make up for that, or if it just ends up being the doppelganger. Uh, but yeah, if if it is exactly what it what we saw and that's that's what there is to it then it's definitely less new shit than any other special edition that they've put out in the past for sure if there's more that we haven't seen then we'll have to wait for that i'm hoping there is i'm optimistic that there is but i don't i don't know I really wish that this announcement could have been like a happy one. I'm still very thrilled with the, the you know, the fucking, um, the, the amazingness of that theme and the coolness of like finally getting a fucking playable Virgil. I'm, I'm happy to know that like the thought that, hey, where's five special edition plus Virgil is uh was something that, you know, well. There was reason to believe before this announcement that that was a plausible rumor. And um, I think, like, part of that is also why uh, the drop of the trailer happening was a bit less of a, a big old pop-off where people were looking for the woolly handstands and, and, and screams and mic peaks when I was kind of, like, internally just like, there it is, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, but it does. I've been waiting for that trailer to drop for like a year, and when it did, I'm like, "That's it." And not even for me. I uh, like. I hope there's more. I don't know. I certainly what they have been doing. I hope there's more. But it really is. It is. It is definitely a bummer that you you have a really positive piece of news go hand in hand with like, uh, I guess exclusivity politics you know uh where just some people that own the game get some things and other people don't uh or some people that are like on one platform all all that stuff whenever that happens you don't want to be messing it's like you don't want to be this late in the game still kind of going like pcs and afterthought and in some games cases capcom seems to think and support it that way some games get fine pc treatment other things don't and you don't really get a clear reason so one of the reasons why i'm so 
tilted about this was that I got a review code for DMC5, right, way back on PC. And I went, you know what? So I didn't buy DMC5 on the PC, right? But I still want to support Capcom for putting it out on the PC. So I bought copies of it for my friends. Which I guess means I'm stupid. Because they didn't want that game to sell on PC. You bought PC Because you bought PC, PC copies. customers aren't, aren't good enough for their games. The copies you bought were PC copies. Of course they were. Well, I mean, it depends on what your friends would have, no? What? Anyway, um... Wooly, I got the code on PC. Why would I buy my friend's PS4 copies to show Capcom that I supported it on PC? Rewind. Let me explain what just happened. You said you got the code. Therefore, you still wanted to support it, so you bought copies for your friends. This yeah, step, so the, why would I buy it? The step of buying copies for your friends, to me, could be, hey, what co- What do you own? Okay, what do you want okay, it on? Wooly, no, 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 stop, stop. Okay. Wooly, I said I got the code for PC, so since my I didn't buy it on PC, and I wanted to show Capcom that I supported it on PC, I bought copies for my friends. Okay. So why would I have bought ps4 copies for my friends i thought to support it on pc i thought what you said was you bought copies for your friends after you already got your code and you didn't say and and i I thought you were just saying you would have got it on whatever they had or i assumed that was unstated all right anyway point is uh everyone involved in this is a liar and I will probably be at wa- uh, adding Matt Walker until he says something more specific than we're 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 specializing it, we're optimizing it for next gen consoles, which is a lie. Like it's a de facto lie because that is not a, th- a thing that makes sense and is true. Yeah, the um, the part where there is a Virgil DLC that exists for current owners is like it is a if it is it is a way to if they okay if they did not have that then I think you would have heard uh, a, a much more negative uh, uh, backlash in terms of just like people getting shafted for being current owners that don't want to buy a second copy. And uh, mm-hmm. for the people who looked at it and went, um, I don't want to buy a second copy. That's, you know, that's that's too much for me. I find that an extremely reasonable take. I think that uh, much like Persona Five Royal, you know, when you are someone who, like, if you just, if you feel like I don't want to buy a second version of the game uh, uh, with some changes, with some slight changes or whatever the case may be, that is. Very, very fair. So I don't, I don't think anyone should feel like they have to get a second copy if they don't want to. Um, but 
uh, offering the or offering the Virgil DLC is almost like a like, hey, let's kind of smooth the situation over a little bit by giving you something. But yeah, it should it should definitely have been a like upgrade to the version, a la any other fighting game, where you get a full on like here it is. It's a big content dump. You drop it on top of your original game and you get the new shit. Uh, for existing owners, or if you want to get a next gen version of it, here's that version as well. You know, mm-hmm. I think that uh, yeah, I don't understand why. Like the the weirdest thing, people um, would have um, universally been hype and positive about the whole story from front to back if everyone that currently owns it could have bought a, an upgrade for it. And if anyone that wanted it next gen would have had the option to do so as well. Um, it It's one of those decisions where I think they'll end up seeing like a lot of people that are going to get their next gen stuff early will be grabbing a copy. Um, mm-hmm. But like a whole lot of people that I guess could have gone either way will just be like, ah, I'll just wait. You know, I already got it before. I'll just I'll be fine to wait. Um and you kind of lose out on some kind of like you could have forced the situation. You could have forced the hand a little bit uh, 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 by by you're, you're forcing the hand rather by limiting what they can get. But yeah, it would have been a universally positive announcement if they said available for all platforms, upgrade pack or fresh, you know. I don't understand why they don't just put it to, to um, PC and charge like 20 bucks for it. Like an expansion, instead of like n- having to rebuy the thing entirely or nothing at all. Like that's that's weird. We've seen large expansions for other games. You know, we know that it's a it's a absolutely viable thing. I I understand the like timing of a new form, generation, right? Like I think I think so. To answer what you mentioned earlier about um, this could have come out a couple months later. I think the gen update is partly responsible for the push. I think the 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 whole like let's wait for it to launch is okay, you know as well as Well yeah, so they can sell full copies instead of expansions. And not just that, but we we also are very familiar at this point that anything that releases on launch window of a console gets super duper inflated in its sales. Uh, because mm-hmm. people are buying for the sake of buying anything on their new machine. Yeah. Um, Red Steel is only a thing because it came in as the sword game that was out at launch on your fucking Wii. It, 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 it's mm-hmm. a huge benefit to be out in that window. So the decision to take what they could have put out sooner and delay it to this window is also to get those extra sales. It's it's just so frustrating to be like if Capcom came out and said we don't we just don't want to put it out on PC that would be one thing but the the lie is what is really tilting me like well we're optimizing it for next gen mm-hmm. and you know ray tracing I mean to be like, I, to me that actions that quote the actions came, say we just don't want to put it out on PC. Like that, the actions say that. Then you know, yeah. But lying is an action. Mm-hmm. You could have just said nothing forever, right? 
the the part where it's like we're optimizing it for next gen ray tracing the day that 3080s sold out like that was the day and date of that quote which is like the ray tracing video card of the of the future or whatever like it's so absurd so what's worth mentioning uh that we haven't talked about is the part where the uh the very high level uh uh fucking skill scene the crazy crazy scene uh of 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 character action game uh people are looking at this to going like "Eh, no inertia and there was a mod that put inertia back in on pc as well and uh all this, I think... Those people should be really tilted because now Hitchhiker has to spend his time recreating LDK mode instead of working on Strive. Well, something something that's really clear, right? Well, like I said, the... the no, like, when you have... Yeah, when you have a, 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 a special edition coming out with the way the content was in previous versions, even though... Although, remember how late 4SE came out compared to 4. Mm-hmm. Right? Which the, I don't even think late is the right term. That was like a decade dead in the ground by the time it came a out. A decade later, four special edition dropped. Right, so keep in mind this is really, really, really close to the launch of the original by comparison. Uh, so all that new shit was whatever made in the in the whenever they decided to re- resurrect the franchise. Uh, but I think what you're going to see is. A PC mod that more or less attempts to recreate whatever comes out anyway. I think you're going to see the the almost like the spite special edition for PC that the community is gonna probably build themselves just to see like, hey, look, it's doable and here it is. And yeah, um, if especially if you consider that this special edition. If it is only existing assets, then that means there's nothing the modders won't be able to do. It's the well, attack. The, the ray tracing thing is like a, is more technical. Yes. Obviously. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The lighting pass change the the, the different. Yes, that is a bigger deal. Um, but you will get the Virgil mode. You'll probably be able to get. Uh, you'll get that attack in there if they see that's what's going on. Like they've already put newer attacks in the game too as well and new abilities in terms of just like combat and yeah nothing we we don't know we don't know what's going to be there but like if dante ends up not having any new weapons for example or something like that then he won't have any new weapons yeah so then that's there's nothing the modders won't be able to do because they already have the same pieces that this special edition is made out of you know it's it's really bizarre like everything about DMC5's development is weird because you look at like Bloody Palace, which came out later, right? Mm-hmm. That was probably supposed to be there in there at launch, probably. But it, us- the it usually just is. Didn't work out, right? Yeah. Um. So it's this situation of like, and, and a lot of the pieces of this SE were totally in the game the day they came out. Mm-hmm. So it it's just this the concentration like, meter as well. Like the 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 $40 version of this game is a fucking ripoff. Like that's that's the second part. Like there's the there's the part where I'm like pissy that it's not coming to the PC, but like if I was a con- if I was a person who just had the console version, like dude, that is a ripoff. 
especially since some companies are allowing you to just you know upgrade your version to the next gen version for free. You mean like, you mean all a- of this shit should be free? You mean as of the existence of this announcement? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um it it's it's a it's a nasty fucking game when you don't like when you don't play nice with the consumers that, you know, just spent money on your on your stuff. Um because of all the groups of people you're pissing off, in this case, it's people that literally like and supported your shit. So you really, really, really should be nice to those people because they're the ones that will stick around if you do it well. You know, it's it's just an obvious thing that you're burning goodwill uh, whenever you mm-hmm. decide to uh, take the cash in route. Um, and that's yeah. And it, 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 it mars the otherwise what what would have been universally positive of, of an announcement. Um, I still want to give a huge uh, shout out to uh, Casey Edwards and, and Barry the Light for being such a fucking incredible, incredible banger of a theme. And the fact that people are digging into it and finding references to multiple pieces and things about Virgil over the the years because. He's had those boss themes, but he's never had a theme, you know, like not a vocal theme. Mm-hmm. So uh, now that this is the first time it's ever happened, you're getting uh, references to the line that Arkham says, a storm is approaching. I am the storm that is approaching. You're getting references to um, like uh, uh, the instrumental parts of Virgil 2 uh, coming back in in leitmotif form. You're getting... Uh, Devil Trigger's uh, 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 bridge later on in instrumental form, and you're getting the lyrical opposite where um, uh, Embrace the Darkness That's Within Me is mirrored by Bury the Light Within Me. You know? So, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of just paying attention to the source material and trying to get something super appropriate for a theme... This song's existence could not stomp subhuman any deeper into the ground. Oh man, I forgot. I fucking forgot about subhuman. It's so crazy. Jesus Christ. It's so crazy how good this is and how far it stomps subhuman into the ground. It is wild. Um I'm 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 like, you know, overall just like hyper impressed by the attention to detail and and uh casey tweeted out to say that like hey someone found a reference there's many many more so the idea that you know there's a lot to to dig that is referential to everything from the past is uh, a fun thing and i hope i hope we can find them <sighs> bury the light to make sense it's what he's trying to do <laughs> you know and uh i like as well that the version we got is the 10 minute like full uh, uh um you know the full version of it where you get to hear what it's going to be like on every style meter until you get to the, the s rank <laughs> the that version of the track's weird because it the the 
I don't know what the 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 intro like the lead up mm-hmm. is like a minute and a half long. It's crazy crazy long. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I thought it was fucking busted for I I thought I had found the wrong version for a second. And before you like if for a second you start thinking that you're going to take this too seriously, they start screaming my family crest is a demon of death at the fucking chorus and you're yeah. like, "Oh, this is so dumb." And it's perfect. It's so stupid. It's perfect levels of dumb. And you're like, oh, this is because now that we know it that can't Virgil's just, just be a cool. dumb poetry nerd, yeah. You're saying? Oh, that was it. That was it. That was the whole. Now thing. that we know that he's a dumb. Now poetry that we know nerd. that he's a dumb poetry nerd, they're like, yeah, like, and then you finished it. It can't just be cool. And I also like. If you think if these are the if this is what he thinks of himself in his head, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like this is what's going through his mind. You're like, oh, you fucking dork. Yeah, he's a dweeb. Yeah, yeah, very, very. But just because we couldn't, we d- on point. So ideally, this this in in my head, it's like. So we got to hang out with Dante 99% of the time. So we got to see all the stupid things that he was doing by himself. Mm-hmm. To th- show he's cool. So we didn't see in DMC3 Virgil doing a bunch of like edgelord slashes on like a, tr- a rock and then practicing his sword sheath mm-hmm. and and saying all sorts of weeb ass shit. Well, he gets, to, he gets to feel good about practicing those things, though, because it's what father would have wanted. Is are we at the point where we're like you never want to see Sparta talk ever, or do you still want to? Uh, I, I, I have faith that, like, story wise, when he does talk, it would be. I I feel like it could be Itsuno could do it properly to make it feel like uh 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 as appropriate and possibly as hammy. As we we would hope it would be, like I don't. I, I feel like prior to five existing, I would have been possibly worried about it being ruined. But at this point, it's like, nah, fuck it. Just pull the pull the pull the trigger on that. Let's see how it go. You know, we actually got to see Ava last time, mm-hmm. like talking to you, you for, know, for a second before a roof got her. So I feel as if uh, what I always have to judge it on is like. Hey, there's a thing that hasn't been touched yet in this timeline. And the further we go without touching that, the more I'm like worried that, you know, it, it might not be done well. But if you show me that like you're going to that the step before this, you know what you're doing, then I'm like, yeah, you've got you, you've got this. You're fine. You know, Um, it, it's it's when you see the boss goes down the way it does in snake eater. And then you're like, please don't touch this character ever again. And then peace Walker comes along mm-hmm. and you're like, fucking hell, you know, uh, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's definitely a, 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 just, you have to, you have to judge whether you want more information based on how much your, your faith is planted in the current incarnation of what's happening. And five to me did enough and kept the story like fun and dumb so i think if they approached sparta and made it fun and dumb it'd be fine 
Or just give us a Sparta game. Just say fuck it and just give us that first, like, zero. All right, because context uh, is important. Uh, whatever Peace, Peace Walker, the game aside, I'm talking about the robot with the boss in it. The robot uh-huh. with the boss in it. Stump. It's fucking stupid. Never mind it's the so game. Stupid. If you enjoyed the game, that's fine. Ta- the game's fine. Talking about robot is stupid the robot shit. with the boss in it. All right, thank you. We're moving on. I'm just like now my my current hope for uh, DMC five SE, and hopefully no one at Capcom is paying attention to me. But when SE comes out, people are able to because people rip console games. It's just a little tougher. Um, and find uh, the parts where they totally cut Ladies Night DLC from this. And that shit is just canceled. Is that the course of events? What do you mean? You said Ladies Night was cut? Yeah. Okay. Okay. An existing thing was removed. Yes. Okay. That sucks. Oh, no, no, no. Now I understand what you mean. No, it wasn't supposed to be part of the SE. It was supposed to come out afterwards, before the SE. Mm. And then it got canceled, and I thought it was going to get rolled into the SE, and guess not. Okay. I'm not going to cite my sources. Why the fuck would I do that? Well, that that sucks too. All right. Well, that's done. What else we got this week? Final Fantasy 16. How obvious was it that that was the FF16 trailer when that started? I mean, considering we were glancing at it during a Rooster Teeth panel, um, it was... I was 50-50 on it, and and then, of course, the Chocobo seals the deal. Yeah. Um, the reason why I wasn't sure, I guess, is... Because it was clearly going back to a much more traditional fantasy sort of look and sound. Um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't expect that. I kind of expected things to continue being in this sort of like modern fantasy like environment and take. So, and theme. FF16. But I don't know. Is. The weird, so yeah, it's it's very going old fantasy and, and, again, and and I'm not just using 15 as the 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 only thing to to, to inform that. Oh that no, you mean like seven, eight, 13, uh, 13, 13 as well. You know, like they were going in this very uh, contemporary direction with their fantasy. So I yeah, the the return to to old an older style threw me off a little bit. The 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 lead up to sixteen has been really weird for uh, FF fourteen players specifically because uh, there have been like four interviews now where people ask Yoshi P, "Hey Yoshi P, uh, 
are you working on a single player Final Fantasy game? And he would go, I am not directing a single player Final Fantasy game. This may be an untruth. Over and over. This may be an untruth. Actually, he was telling the truth because he's not. He's producing it. He's producing it. (laughs) Which, like, it's Yoshi P. Of course he's producing it. Mm -hmm. Um, This game's really weird. Did you know that combat is being handled by a Devil May Cry staffer? And and, uh, uh, a Dragon's Dogma person, yeah. The guy who who made the combat for uh, Dragon's Dogma is the one doing it for Final Fantasy. So that's sick. There is a very clear moment in the trailer where protagonist does a backstep into a fireball. And it looks probably like that fireball into teleport slash is canned. But immediately Mm -hmm. after the teleport slash, he does an air side dash. So that mm-hmm. tells me minimum three actions happened there, potentially four. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of control in a in a, in a very action oriented w- way uh, for fighting that uh, fighting the, the beholder thing. I forget the name. Um, and uh, if Final Fantasy is just going down this action road. It might as well go down the road of good action. Yeah, I think what was the buttons that said right? that if they're going to keep making them into action That's games, it. they might as well be good action games. And I uh, and if FF Seven is anything to go off of, um, they can do it. Yeah, that wasn't the best action game, but it's a pretty good action RPG. I but this this is an action game like this this is like I've described it already, but I adore the. Um, the way ATB was implemented in that, in it, 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 it made it. It's the the thing. I, what 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 clicked with me so much in that was the fact that um, it uh, turned a turn based thing. Okay, what your brain or what my brain assumes turns are is what seven did when. A fight is happening in real time. Okay, I, get, I get what you mean, yeah. And then the moment a video game or a D&D campaign says, stop, next turn, what are you doing? That is the pause mid-fight. So having that moment in the fight makes me really enjoy you know, what I assumed was happening for all these years every time I would mentally process what a turn in a fight looks like. It would be this, mm-hmm. you know. Looks very cool, man. Um, uh, setting, I find the the develop. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I find the development of this game to be actually way more interesting than the trailer that we saw, because the trailer is old fantasy, and it's it's not. It's almost like Evilise. Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of, of location, totally. Um, British that, accents, and you know that trailer old fantasy hit. Once I got to hear it, that trailer hit two different types of people, and it was really, really funny to watch the average person's reaction to it, because the instant you watch it, you're like, oh, this is made by the people who left FF14. 
during Heaven's Word. So 14 players, more than one 14 player, has drawn lots of comparisons to 14 and this. Well, the characters look like they do in 14. I saw Clemps posting that the Shiva character looks identical to his character. And the main character even looks like the main character of 14. But even beyond that, the the music... Like the instant you, you know how you can always tell the comp- uh, like a Final Fantasy composer. Like I don't know if he's doing the whole game because doing an MMO soundtrack is time consuming. But that is a soaking piece of music. Uh, Alex Mukala, you know the music producer. Yeah. Amazing! Um, Shout out to he that went channel. through the whole track. He reconstituted the track and was like, "This is something that Soken uses. This is the background violins that are in three or four different fourteen tracks." Like that is uh, Sokin loves all male choirs. He likes this kind of progression. Like it's a, it's absolutely Sokin doing it. Um, it even so who's Sokin? The the Sokin is uh, Masahori. Uh, wait, what's his first name? I forget. But Sokin is the composer for fourteen. Okay. Um, and it's very obvious that he worked on that the cutscene direction and then you read up and you discover that the writer of heaven's word is the guy who is writing this story masayoshi soken thank you guys um it's it's all just little bits and pieces of the 14 staff with yoshi p at the helm which means that it's it's pretty much staff that have not worked on final fantasy since 12 uh the only connective tissue is like uh, twelve and like tactics and fourteen. So great protagonist. Oh, and DMC five man. I uh, forget that guy's name, but uh, com- Dragon's Dogma Combat Man. Protagonist is uh, got young spry and. Dirty aged tattooed forms, mm-hmm. um, childs and summon. And the there's a that's so and the logo this is gonna be M rated. The logo game. is just two summons fucking scrapping it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the other thing that I forgot to mention. The Ifrit design is literally same. the same one as from 14. Yeah, okay, it's the same. Okay, like you know how they always look very different. They just lifted it's it. It's the same one. Okay. It's really actually weird. Well, let me let me grab a photo for you, for you personally, uh, Wolves, because hmm. There we go. And what about the Phoenix? Is that uh, uh, Phoenix? Some new, is that Phoenix? Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. I'm very excited for this. Hopefully, like a lot, of, I've seen people saying it didn't look very good. It also looks very early. It looks about as early as they could possibly show it. Like it looks like it probably needs like two more lighting passes. I mean, again, it'll 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 likely be more than fine um, when it drops, and um, I want more details on that battle system. I really want to see what they're what they're going for. How like is it going to have any l- traces of uh non-action or is it just going all in, you know? Like yeah, like what is the what is the structure? When does it when game? does it just become 
Final Fantasy in theme, but but gameplay is just a fucking action game, and that's all there is to it. Because I I feel like there's three different genres it could be. It could be Devil May Cry, but it tells you it's Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, it could be uh, FF Seven Remake, or it could be like a 15. more open world, like Dragon's Dogma Fifteen kind of thing. Uh, I would actually really, 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 really like it to be like more like an open world or uh, dogma like. I, 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 I imagine I imagine they'll never really get rid of um, pause t- pause time cast spell. You know, like I think that's what are you talking about? That dude's firing off like like fireballs like it's a gun. He uh, he does the fi- he does the fireball on like a uh, yeah okay. Um, perhaps like larger spells, perhaps bigger deals, perhaps summons. Maybe. I think the weirdest thing, this is the, and this is just coming from somebody who's like just a big FF nerd. I think the weirdest thing in the trail uh, in that whole thing is that the character is a summoner, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And he's he's got a sword in his hand. Mm-hmm. Like something about that just makes me go, ah, uh, uh, no. Summoners are magic nerds. They can't be big armored chads also. And then of course If so, then what is the point of the other classes? Then of course the other issue is uh or not issue, but it, it'll be like what's the what's the party play gonna be like, you know? I bet it's gonna be what you saw in the trailer. Hmm. I I seriously doubt that that level of control is being given to your character as well as a whole party. Your character and your summons. Yeah, maybe. Control your summons. But, man, I'm so excited for that game. I hope Yoshi P doesn't work himself to death, though. Because he's he's full steam on the next expansion and the patches, and he's doing this, and he's like the the head of like he's got some new business position that's like head of creative quality Final Fantasy something like you know the Final Fantasy the role that they created in the company. Well, hey, he's producing. I don't he he can produce. Yeah, but producer doesn't mean the same thing over there. Like, over here I traditionally think of, of a producer as somebody who micromanages the uh, the day-to-day in terms You're, of like... like, like I've, wa- I've, I've watched it in action. <laughs> I, yeah. I can tell you what it is. Yeah, it's, it, is, it, is, it is managing the chain of production and providing um, people where needed. Because, like, I, Yoshi P definitely makes a lot more creative decisions than the producer role would have you suspect very generally like, generally speaking producer means very few creative decisions and it means picking the person who will make the creative decisions like uh one of the things that is the most obvious is uh when you look at this and it's like old final fantasy hey why is that it's because yoshi p doesn't like the techno future final fantasies he likes the old ones ah Okay. So that's why this that, was that would explain one. that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Dude, that game looks great. 
Uh, so that was the big drop at Sony's event as well. Um, and then there's a couple other things, but just going in terms of like the biggest news, uh, the next story should probably be the one that fucking popped right before we hit the button. Uh, and I, right before, and I I found this out by uh, when I woke up, I scrolled over to my to my trending tab and saw Todd Howard was trending, and I'm like, why? On God's green is Todd Howard trending, and what I saw was a moment described where Thank you kindly. Uh, he was basically saying that when he got a lifetime achievement award that he said a joke uh, that was like, I wonder how many achievement points that's worth. And then offstage, uh-huh. Microsoft was like, hey, we'll have to look into that for you. And then later, they uploaded a game. Like, it's not like not a game, but like an actual like game placeholder that was private to only his uh, account. And uh, it listed a life and it had a thousand achievement points. And so he was like, oh, that's a good stuff. That's a good time. And I'm like, that's a little wholesome story from Todd Ka- Todd Howard. What's the point of this? And yeah, immediately it's underneath. It's a fucking dumbass story that goes nowhere, Todd. And it's like, well, no. It goes somewhere because uh, the entirety of Bethesda has been acquired by Microsoft. It's actually even bigger than that. It's like ZeniMax. It's like their parent company. So, like, so Microsoft ate the whole plate. So, uh, all right. Now, didn't this or something very similar happen the last time Microsoft was about to jump generations? Didn't they make? Yeah, they bought Obsidian. Right. So this is the move then, right? It's a. It's not just an acquisition, but it's a PR timed thing. That says, going into this next gen, we have bought a studio whose games you want to play, so we're going to have that. It's it's a PR yeah, buy. it's ours now. Yeah. Did they do it a third time prior to this? I don't know about that. But I definitely remember um, that happening on, on X-Bone. I, I'm going to put on my uh, uh, speculation hat. And I will clarify what parts are n- are speculation and not. Um, rare, I have rare. A- they fucking oh, yeah, bought rare, rare for totally the three sixty, dude. Right, rare. They do it every time. They wait for the turnaround and they make a big buy that's gonna get people like, oh fuck, this is where we go now. Yeah, they do it every time. <laughs> rare. Fucking Obsidian and now Bethesda. It's a pattern. Totally. It's it's uh. That's nuts. That's ev- that, what. Oh, it's the equivalent they, of an October surprise. You know, dude. They would have bought Sega before the Xbox launch if they had the money. If they had the will to do it. At the well, time. you know, um, I mean, there's maybes and maybe mm-hmm. nots. Depends on how Sega feels about it. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm going with on uh, this. Um, so the the Bethesda or Zenimax board of directors has been told to me uh, verbatim as a bunch of uh, piece of shit scumbag venture capitalists <laughs> um, 
uh, by a friend of mine who works at Bethesda. Okay. And uh, that them, they are the reason that the engine never gets updated. Nice. Uh, straight up, every year, uh, every single year, uh, the the talk goes up to the board and is, please, we need money to build technology for a new engine. People are quitting. People are quitting because they don't want to work on this fucking engine. It's bad for their CV. It's bad for their resume. Please. There's only one guy working on technology on the Bethesda team right now. You know that? There's one. Or I rather, that was a year ago. So a year ago, there was only one. And they go, yeah, but the games still sell, so fuck you. Hmm. You don't need your new engine, right? It's it's the same thing that happened to uh, uh, Telltale, right? Just, um, and then, like, I believe it was, like, last, uh, it was quite recent that one of the people on that board of directors, uh, one uh, Robert Trump, passed away. And then all of a sudden, this deal goes through. Interesting. Which makes me think that that was a foot in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the foot in the door literally died. So they're kind of. I mean, they didn't they? Yeah, like it, it, it's the game. It's the gaming wing is one part of this. Otherwise, like we don't give a fuck about any of that major corp and. Um, now they get a little bit more inch by inch it's it's um it's interesting because i'm wo- and i'm wondering i, I just want to yeah, add yeah, one yeah, yeah, more yeah. which is uh saved a click just uh posted an article saying that bethesda has come out to say that the engine has had the its first total overhaul since oblivion wait uh Trump's brother that passed away the other day. It's the same guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I didn't know. The- Interesting. Huh. And so it's like Microsoft buys them and management changes and all of a sudden, okay, fine. There's money for an engine. I would not imagine with the history of Microsoft releases, with the Master Chief Collection notwithstanding, that they would let bethesda games come out the door the way they have been lately well um here's what i assume this means i assume this means that your elder scrolls your doom and your dishonored are now locked in oh they had a they had a picture that was like all the games that that like are covered by this it's a bunch uh wolfenstein ones though uh, the prey, prey. If they ever make more of those, Fallout. Oh, who even cares? Well, except now that Bethesda and Obsidian are now sister studios. Evil Within, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, did you see the Obsidian tweet in relation to this? No. It was actually really funny. It was somebody added Obsidian asking them if Fallout New Vegas could happen now. And Obsidian just posted like an ASCII emote of a guy shrugging with his hands out (laughs) with a smiley face. Uh, Everything Star Trek related. 
Oh, they have the Star Trek license? Apparently so. Huh. Wayne Gretzky's hockey. Well, now. Watch out. Uh, they've also pointed out that uh, all the Bethesda games will be coming to Game Pass on the day of their launch. Mm. Which means that for PC owners, that Bethesda games are maybe free now. Game Pass uh, is really... Really sticking around and I don't know it. how they're making money it on that. It just gives you games. <laughs> it's just for free. It just here's games. Like, fucking, what? <laughs> it's got to buy their... I mean, it's got to be like PS Plus in its scheme, where, like, they're buying a certain amount preemptively yeah. on behalf of everyone who owns a pass that will buy it, and then they get a discounted rate. Because every per- yeah, but everyone I know pays a dollar a month for it. Yeah, I, I don't. Maybe it's at a, maybe <laughs> it's at a loss, but it's worth the oh they they uh, they 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 kicked it up to ten dollars just now. Oh, okay. That's that's still really cheap. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, again, we we talked about the the uh, the Netflix of games idea, and some have tried. And I feel like Game Pass in the background has kind of continued to still be the closest thing to that working, you know? Um, not to mention that you get it on both platforms. Yeah, that's that's actually... That's the wildest part of it, is you get it on your computer as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Prey and everything that franchise is doing. Deathloop? What was Deathloop again? Oh, wait. It's supposed to be a PS4 game? That the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the trailer for that now. Yeah, the one where it was kind of like um, 70s uh, 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 um, Jackie Brown colors. Right, right, right. Huh. Okay. That is that is all X-Bone. No, it's not the X-Bone anymore, Excuse me. It's the X series, whatever. It's the sex. Um, it's the sex. The acquisition. Box. Oh my god! It is the sex box, isn't it? The acquisition. The series X Xbox was for seven point five billion dollars. Is that a lot of money? That's a lot of money. I can't even tell when it comes to these companies. It's a lot of money. Companies have been sold for not a billion dollars. It's true. Because Microsoft has a lot of money. If they wanted to, they could buy up like half the industry. Well, uh, speaking of that, in the last two years, if you want to... There's a reminder of who they did buy... They got Obsidian, they got Compulsion, they got Double Fine, The Initiative, In Exile, Ninja Theory, Playground, and Undead Labs. I feel like most of those companies haven't put out games recently, and I assume they're they're building stuff for the sex box. Double Fine always has stuff out that I didn't know was them. Double Fine loves to waste money too. So Double good, Fine, good on Microsoft. Will, like, there'll be a game that I've been hearing about forever, and I'll boot it up the first time and be like, "Wait, what?" And I'll see their logo on it. 
But yeah, they announced all that Psychonauts stuff though, so mm-hmm. they're, 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 that's coming. Um, yeah, uh, uh, this is your this is your turn of the generation regular acquisition pattern period. acquisition. Totally, totally. Mm. Let's see. I would love. Lo- I am so excited to possibly play a fucking Elder Scrolls game that went through like Microsoft polishing processes. Hmm. Like the the period where they say it's good to ship and then Microsoft goes, no, it's not. If there's anyone Assuming that still happens. If there was anyone out there that was uh perhaps planning on Anyone that cares about, let's say, like Doom, that was planning on dodging the uh, the the XX. Well, now that's gonna that choice is kind of taken away from you. Yeah, if you're on the console, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. Outer wait, hold on. When did okay? Microsoft owns Obsidian, right? When did that happen? Says within the last two years, but wasn't it further than that? Okay, that was November tenth of twenty eighteen. It was exactly two years ago. Uh, Outer Worlds came out on the PlayStation Four in June of twenty twenty. So actually, no, those games could still come out on the PS Four. They just might come with the Microsoft Studios logo in them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that by the way whenever that happens I like <laughs> <coughs> it's one thing oh I'm sorry it was it was June of 2019 okay okay the... well then like let's just that seems hold on, hold on. beyond absurd like I, I talked about last time I talked about last week how I'm like Doom 64 is already October like... October of 2019. 64 is just a number, but we're, we're, like, we're just going to pretend we don't know what that number means. You know? When you boot this up on the wrong console, technically. But, uh, yeah. That's... It's getting... It's getting uh, Todd Howard is apparently quoted at saying they'll still be releasing their game's multi-platform. Really? Really? <laughs> what? What? What is the point of buying really? property? <laughs> what did you give them seven billion dollars for? No, wait. Uh, what? Phil Spencer. That's correct. That's insane. Okay. That's madness. That's a lie. Phil Spencer tells Dina Bass that the Xbox plans to honor the PS5 exclusivity commitments for Deathloop and Ghostwire Fine. Tokyo. Fine. Yes. So. Microsoft is going to publish some exclusive PS5 games. Fine, All the, their logo will probably not be on it because the, those things were in progress already. But the it it's just those projects. It makes um, no Pete fucking Hines sense. Talks about how Pete, how Bethesda will still be publishing their games, not Microsoft. Okay. Uh, Todd Howard also indicated that the developer will potentially continue to bring its games to other platforms too. 
quote, we share a deep belief in the fundamental power of games, their ability to connect, blah, 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 and a belief that we should bring that to everyone, regardless of where you, who you are, where you live, or what you play on. I just got Regardless hit. of your, like, what is... I just got hit with the weirdest feeling, where <laughs> I felt bad for Microsoft if they paid $7.5 billion and they didn't get exclusivity, which I don't this is like... So but, like, I felt bad. Like, wait, no, why? <laughs> what did you pay for? So what they paid for is they want the profits off Elder Scrolls and Starfield and whatnot. But it's still, like, I guess they, I, it seems what is this? What is this NTR acquisition? <laughs> that they think they can make more what is money this off of the, the, the margins on those games than they can over get it selling perhaps perhaps the numbers actually work out in that favor that they'll get paid enough on the on the uh, maybe but so so I want I want the ultimate nightmare which is Xbox Game Pass coming to PS5. And you go into the, your PlayStation and you load up the Xbox app. <laughs> so, of all the companies that are super on board for that, of course Microsoft would be. They'd be very on board for having their store be anywhere at all times. You know, they, they've, they've, I think they've stated as such, too. Didn't they actually have a statement where Phil Spencer came out, like, some time ago? And said, like, we are, we want to have, a, it's the same time they talked about the whole shared platform information thing. Mm-hmm. Where there were, like, there was a whole, like, we want to work with other competitors together. And there was a whole thing about that, you know? Um, so we know they're, they, we know they're on board for that ridiculous scenario that makes no sense. But <laughs> yeah, I, that's so weird. If if they but like no I'm 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 guessing it's exactly what you said like it's gonna be about the profits and they'll make some stuff but let's be real like most of what they make and things that people care about are going to wind up being exclusive. This is the only way to make I, that I, money make sense. I want Deathloop to have a Microsoft logo on its title screen because you can't play it on an Xbox. I want it to have an Xbox logo on the title screen on the game you can't play on an Xbox. <laughs> like, I want this to get as weird and as confusing as at possible. The, at the, uh, the, the month before the game launches, they officially roll out a branding change that turns the Xbox publisher logo into a big ad for the console. <laughs> It's a big picture of the X series and then like a baseball happening and a crowd cheering and then Forza and then a million other little things all happening and Xbox. Whoa. Just get that in at the last second. So weird. With a website. So baffling. Xbox.com. Jump in. The all in one. This is. I eagerly await. Some so this is it's weird. I have I have suddenly turned around my opinion of my excitement towards Bethesda games, uh, Bethesda developed games. That is because the last batch have been a fucking mess, right? Um, but that has been a management issue. 
the dev team has been screaming up against technical and budget and time limitations that management just never gave them a, a, a single shit about. Now with new management, maybe we could see those games get good again. Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, is there any side that's going to happen? Or they're just going to let shit go the way it is? The fact that they, they're even talking about overhauling the engine is a big move. Huh. Well. Do you remember what they... Do you remember the... the uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or unless that's a lie. Because they said that... Fallout 76 had a big overhaul on the engine too. Now who's now was, who's wishful was, thinking? It is you. I'd like to play a good Bethesda. You game are the you are the wishful right. thinker. Now it is I, your turn. Yeah, okay. I'll you know what? I'll I'll find out whether or not to be depressed soon enough. <laughs> so everyone pay attention to how excited I am. For the coming Bethesda games. I know nothing right now and am excited. So, um, yeah, if this really is the, the open relationship that he says it is, then congratulations to, to God Howard. This is a God Howard move and he, and the, the Todd Coward move. Has been defeated. It goes one way or the other. This was a God Howard move. I don't like Todd Howard. Yeah, but would you leave Jaren to him? No. Yeah, you would. No, what? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. What? Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> Age of Calamity. It's Boy, Nintendo sure is happy with Koei Tecmo, aren't they? It's not a random mashup Hyrule Warriors expansion, which I swear to God I thought it was. Yeah. I thought they were announcing a late stage Hyrule Warriors DLC pack. Turns out it is a full Hyrule Warriors sequel game, but more importantly, it's not a sequel to Hyrule Warriors, even though it's called Hyrule Warriors. It's a sequel to Breath of the Wild. But Did everyone forget how to make names? But Breath of the Wild 2 is also coming out, so this is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, but it is a full in canon Breath of the Wild Hyrule Warriors game about before the fall so we get to see everything and everybody and Urbosa Urbosa we get mm-hmm. to Urbosa this this uh, uh, it's it's just Halo Reach Zelda yes that's what the game is but with a complete genre switch yeah Into an existing other genre that they already have a game for. Like, what's really crazy about this game is that you already... You saw the final mission of this game in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. 
You know what's going to happen. But now it's, and it's going to be survive until Zelda casts the spell. But now it's going to give you extra reasons to cry that you didn't know. Like Mifa is going to show you her like family pictures. Her, oh, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were going to say that Mifa was going to show you her fish parts or whatever. And that's why you have to cry. Because she's dead now. Everyone's going to get to give you more context <laughs> for sadness. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing at this dude. Yeah, Mifa's going to show you her egg pile and just leave you in a room. And you're going to have to... You have to just... <laughs> you're just going to have to egg it up and then... Then Link stop. Will wake pause. Up and stop. Stop. Pause. You can pause. find that the modified nope. egg pile. Nope. Um, you're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna elaborate on egg it up. You're gonna break that term down <laughs> and define it. What, did I even say that? Egg it up. What? Define <laughs> egging it up. Uh, he's got to inseminate the egg pile. This is egging it up. Yeah. <laughs> how does that work? Well, you do, it's, it's how fish does it. They dump the eggs on the floor, and then you dump your, your goo on the eggs. That's how nature works. Read a book about fish one day. That's what's up with the Zoras. See, but how do you know that Link won't get f- fused into Mifa's thigh slowly? What? Until all of Link is Mif- gone. Oh, yeah. Until Link is just like a hat mm. coming out the side of her head. It's usually until the balls are hanging out. You don't know that. That's that's what it is. The fish gets completely... true. Yeah. You get dissolved entirely until the balls are hanging out. Yeah, until you're just balls. Yeah, And then... then uh, it can use the the balls to make its eggs, and and yeah. you know so reproduce. So the question is, egg it up or scrot it down? Scro- is that is that we? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's not even vor at that point because it's just you're fusing into because it's through the side. It's through the side, there's no eating. You're fusing in yeah. through the side until there's just the balls hanging out. With a little hat on them. It's like, yeah, because, so, yeah. Yeah. Egg it up. (laughs) Egg it up. So, yeah, Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, Calamity, it looks cool. You're going to get to play as all of them. And... I want move lists. Yeah. Um, Hyrule Warriors was a good game. It was. Hopefully, hopefully Hyrule Warriors is a good game. But, but like, I do, I say this every time, and I realize that it's just, it's been so long in this franchise that it's not, it's never, it's a thing that I have an issue with that is never going to be changed, because if they changed it, then it would cease to be, uh, uh, mm. 
you know, a Warriors game, um, a Musou game. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the big worthless crowds. Like the spectacle of hitting a million people in a wave uh, uh, back is the whole point. And they have to kind of be useless in order for that to work. Yeah, that's literally the whole game. Like that's like saying I just I'm so sick of all these guns in this. Shirt. I know, I know. Like it's the whole point. What, I realize what, that, but you, I just you just want it to be a character action game. I, no, it's not even that. I have no problem with the actions that the player character can do. Your move set right. is there. You can do a lot of things. It's I have no issue with that. I t- I have an issue with the fact that the crowd is not real. They just kind of stand there a lot of the time. Um, so what do you want them to do? Uh, I guess be more active. Well, then you'd fucking die in like one second. You probably would, wouldn't you? <laughs> like you would, you would die instantly. <laughs> do you? So I, I, what I feel. Okay, wait. What I feel like you're you're trying to get across is you would prefer like. Because there are those, like, I wouldn't call them mini-bosses, but those... Uh, yeah, though, you have to fight them. You have to pay attention. What are, what are those? They're, they're, they're a leader, commanders or whatever, generals. Yeah. Just just more of those, but also less total enemies and something in between total fodder and that. A little bit. I mean, Legendary Dark Knight is kind of batshit at moments. There's some rooms... Well, Legendary Dark Knight... Changes the whole balance of yeah, the game because crowd control no, changes to the to be everything. There's some rooms you walk into where you're just like, "Fuck this whole thing!" Like, okay, we're just gonna sit here for ten minutes in crowd control. That's not what I'm necessarily saying, but yeah, something in between raw fodder numbers and like real people you gotta fight, you know. But I realize what I like. I said at the outset what I what I'm saying is the antithesis of the entire franchise. The whole point is to have your Sauron moment where you knock a bunch of people into a crowd and they go, wow, like a wave. So, you know, but one, one million troops, exactly. One, one million troops is, is the point. And uh, how will you feel powerful if you don't kill one million troops? The things, the things you do are pretty powerful and over the top. How would you feel powerful unless you see one million troops? Summoning the the Majora's Mask Moon to crush everything in front of you is pretty powerful, regardless of who's getting hit. Yeah, by it. but if what if it, it if it only kills twenty guys, that doesn't feel as good as if it kills one million troops. Yeah, twenty guys that are strong. Twenty guys are strong. I'll I'll take that over one million. <laughs> damn it i've tainted my own brain with my own term that i made and forgot about you're also not you're not dragging troops long enough oh it's troops, troops. Is it, is it troops? Is it? one million troops because oh, yeah. i'm just thinking i just had this thought which was what if what if the egg pile was too big for link oh, okay and and then he turns previous says, bit I, and goes I it's I'm I'm just one man I need a million troops to egg it up. 
<laughs> That's his first spoken words. Egg it up, Muso. <laughs> you won't believe how many eggs we can display. What is that? A, a fucking spinoff of Galgun? What is that? And as you hit the eggs, they go flying back like in giant waves. Just like the the moblins. <sighs> this is a this is a stupid bit. Oh, Own it. Man. No. No, that's uh, Eli's fault for sure, I bet. He had nothing to do with that. He's the first person to ever mention fish eggs in this context to me. So, yeah, okay, it's my fault. <laughs> Just find the, find the screenshot where Neef is fighting. And there's just a just a couple of balls just hanging off her thigh. You know it's late oh. game. You know it's late game if you see them. Dude, now you're making it gross. Oh, too far. I'm sorry. Now it's gross. Come on. Have some class. Young fishwoman goes behind the door, emerges, and there just happens to be a big pile of eggs. I see. So the the they'd be covered up then. There'd be a a little yeah. like a little pouch. It's classy. A little pouch. We're not or maybe some like Dudley Do-Right pants. We're not doing a fucking interspecies egg-laying fucking scenario here. Which was an episode. Do not pursue the eggs. Oh no! It's hey, hey! Humpty Dumpty has entered the battle. It seems like Breath of the Wild is going to be a full-on like trilogy game at this point. Yeah, I guess right. Zelda's just kind of stopping right here for now and hitting Mm -hmm. the brakes. As far as it was a very popular game, as far as lore is concerned. Yeah. Um. Then, I people were attributing this to bring me to life, but I don't really, I don't know. I feel like long before me, many, many, many people wanted some battle puppers, and they got their battle wolfers, finally, in Monster Hunter Rise. I just, I'm just the latest voice that came in with fresh eyes to the series and went, hey... Why can't I why can't I get a little woofer? And then mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, we've been wondering that for a long time. But now on the new Switch game, there's going to be not only will you have your dogger, but you can mm-hmm. ride it and you can have yep. two. What a what a great So that so this is Monster Hunter Rise. This is the Monster Hunter World spin-off game, I guess I would call it, that's on the Switch. Mm-hmm. That is transplanting all the world goodness into a, a game made for the Switch. And it's like, what a good decision to take the the part where you ride random crappy animals mm-hmm. in battle 
and turn that into but what if it was a cool dog and then the dog also hung out with you it's the thing i wanted the most it also changes the way um uh the balance of the game is because uh so you'll have the, your dog and your cat or two dogs or two cats and in multiplayer it was always like well if you had a team of 4 there'd be no dogs or cats yeah. but now they're going to have you be able to bring one in so it's going to be a little party of eight. Also, riding your dog replaces your own sprint, right? Mm-hmm. So mobility goes up. So there's a whole other aspect. Well, no, no, no. That's just going to. That's probably just going to be the same as the the tracking feature that's already in World. But you don't think boss fights are going to be really different with your the ability to jump on something? You are not going to be riding. You you're not going to be riding that thing in a fight you're gonna be riding oh really oh yeah yeah. oh because you probably so in world you unlock that feature like that that is oh wait people are saying you can control it Mm, i didn't see i mean did the trailer show that off it did not because but they uh, i thought you just ride it whenever the fuck you want and 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 you do what you want with your crew. Huh, you can manually control it, but it is for out of combat. Okay. I you know what I bet? Cuz the current implementation in World is the instant you attack, your character jumps off. Okay. I imagine it will be like that. Wait, so what is it in World right now? World right now is you do a whistle and then a dog-sized support animal shows up and you get on it and it will run towards the monster that you have tracked automatically <coughs> and so but it's while you're doing that you can uh, uh you can eat any of your items you can sharpen your weapon and okay you can do a jump it's a taxi and you can do things while you're riding the taxi okay. all right i just have a link thank you joe who pointed out that you can, in fact, control where they go, but they are still for out of combat. Oh. Because the dog will fight by themselves when they're in combat. They, they have knives in their mouth. Yeah, they'll fight in the battle, but you can't ride them in battle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's a slight damper on my expectation. I thought I thought it was a full-on thing. But it's still really cool that they're in battle with you. I like that. And I like that they yes. can fight. Um, I hope I hope they're able to actually do damage because the the fucking cats never did shit for damage. I hope that like you can make them have different functions and you know kit them out individually to make them like serve unique purposes. I think that's probably going to be more for the cat because the cat is now just straight up a, the support one. I think that the way they say that the dogs are for fighting is that they're going to have. The dogs have like probably different weapons. Mm. How many games? I want to put a great sword in a dog's mouth. How many games do mounted combat like in depth? <sighs> in general? <sighs> uh, mm, uh, well, some of those Muso games have characters on That's horses. true. That's uh, true. There are mounted combat characters in Griffith has a fucking mounted combat form. Um, Astral Chain has that that dog weapon. Yep, you can fight on you can fight mounted. Mm-hmm. 
Mount. I'm sure Mount and Mount Blade, and Blade. Has mounted combat. Yep, Donkey Kong Country. That's true. Yep, yep, yep. Any game that you play as a centaur, unless that doesn't count. Hmm. Does does being a centaur count as being a mounted fighter? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, because half the fun is jumping off when you want to mix it up. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, technically V. V is mounted. That counts. Oh, yeah. I guess it does. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, 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 yeah. I think, I think mounted combat is cool, and I don't think we see it super duper often. A lot of the recent games have been, you know, jumping off the horse to do your attack. That's uh, Tsushima, for example. But, uh, yeah. It would have been fun to fight Mounted in Monster Hunter. It would have changed things up pretty drastically. That would probably... I would say that would probably do better as its own new weapon. Oh. Right? Balance it like that. Because hmm. I'm because I'm just thinking like if you could if you could mobility have the dog's movement and but also use like a bow and arrow yeah like, that would probably melt be it busted. yeah I see I see that makes sense that makes sense because like isn't the um uh what is it called the uh, uh the thing that makes you animate through the air uh insect life yeah like weapons that add mobility are balanced for that right. <laughs> So that's where it actually gets weird because the dog thing is cool, but the other thing they're adding is a wire bug, which is a jump button. And also, which uh, is crazy, um, uh, uh, isn't that? And isn't it a fucking zip? Like uh, it's also a wall run and a grappling. Hook um, um, what's the, uh, Freedom Wars? Right. Oh uh, yeah, that the that grappling the, the the zip. It's not a grappling hook. It's a zip line. Like the the footage of your character, like kind of like running straight up a cliff, is the weirdest thing. Like movement in this game is very quick, fast. The trailer showed a lot of climbing t- gameplay too, like traversal, like climbing really fast. So traversal is going like, to be not a big like Breath part of, of the this, Wild, but like yeah. I want to say. That this is a test game for some new shit, like the new shit that we'll see in World, because like you see the environment, like when they're jumping around, the environment doesn't look anything like World's environments. It doesn't look anything like the ones before, but like it's very hilly. There's lots of places that you would ostensibly need to climb. Now, with the turn of the generation, and, and this being the same company as DMCSE. Don't you think it's likely that we'd see a next-gen Monster Hunter before we saw another update to World? Oh, when I say when I say more stuff for World, I mean World Two or whatever they would call it. Yeah, okay. Because um, the this this is getting announced like a week before I think it's a week, but before the final update for World, and they've literally said like this is it, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, dog. Crazy environmental travel, which looks different. A jump button. I mean, new monsters is is for the is par for the course. Though that 
that bird wyvern that is actually multiple monsters looks really cool. Uh, the one that's like one big bird wyvern and two smaller ones and they all attack at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks super radical. Now, this is a Switch game. Um, can you go in with the same number of people and your oh, yeah. and your buddies as well? Okay, all right, so... Yeah, yeah. Monster Hunter games comes in parties of four every time. And now four plus four, um, four plus four plus animal yeah. of choice. Okay. Um, there's a, a couple other little details in this trailer that um, uh, are kind of a, a bigger deal for like old timey people. There's moves that I don't recognize, which look like they might be like generations like style power moves, or you like like. I don't know if you ever saw any of those, but those are ridiculous. They're like super moves that left with world. Um, Can't say I have the. There is the most the, the craziest super I've seen was uh, amplified elemental discharge. Yeah, uh, there is a, a bug monster called Nursilla in there, which is basically a big spider, and it's one of the ones that they said they would be unlikely to get to world because it has a unique skeleton. Um. Which, if they're, if we're on to the point where we're adding monsters with unique skeletons, that means that some of the real weirdos could come back. Like, I'm sure you actually saw the fucking, um, god, what's it called? The, the, the queen insect, the queen Celtus that, like, latches on to the baby Celtus and becomes, like, a robot. Mm, oh, yes. Oh, you never saw that with one? With the gat tie. Yes, I did see yeah. that. I did see that. Like that that's one of those ones that it's like uh they were like don't expect it it has a totally unique skeleton that is not applicable to anything but itself right mm-hmm. so seeing Nursilla gives a lot of hope uh and the most interesting thing about this from a dev perspective is that this is on a new engine this is on the Resident Evil engine uh not the Monster Hunter World engine mm-hmm. Because that engine is terrible. Is this the first use of the RE engine on Switch? I want to say yes. We haven't seen it running on Switch before, I don't think. The version of RE7 on Switch is actually a cloud game. If you remember that. It was a Japan-only cloud game. Weird. Uh um so the RE engine has I don't know how what how much experience you have at, with it outside of uh DMC5 None. but just it DMC runs 5. really well. Yeah. It, it it runs really 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 well. It scales really well. Oh and I played the RE7 very, demo but yeah. And you played RE2. Yeah, okay. So you, so it's a good engine. It's very solid. It's very easy to work with and it performs well. Mm. Um, the world engine sucks, dude. Um, it sh- it's terrible. So I hope to shit that World Two or whatever the fuck the next one, you know, the next Gen One moves it keeps on this engine, which I imagine it would, and runs better because that would be nice. Uh, I'm Are you motherfuckers really telling me that the RE engine stands for Reach for the Moon engine? <laughs> uh, Is that why it's a moon? 
Um, hey. That is stupid as fuck. I, yeah. Well, first of all, anything that is just the first two letters of a word that's treated as an acronym is fucking dumb. And that needs to stop. That's, oh my god, that's terrible. It's the worst. But second, I'm also very, I'm happy to be on from the, to move on from the MT Framework Engine, uh, considering the namesake never came to be. Yeah. Fuck you. It was named after Mega Man Legends. We never got Mega Man Legends. Fucking move on. That sucks. I, uh... I think this game looks super good. Uh, if you want, Wooly, uh, I would gladly uh, hop in some matches with you if you ever plan on streaming it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely curious about them doggos, and I'm curious as to whether or not I will be able to online set up a, um, I don't know, some kind of like looking for group filter by pet. <laughs> Just to see what? who else is uh, got a sweet pupper with them. So you won't be able to do that because you you'll be able to change your dog or cat in the match. Oh, I suppose that's true. So you you could have you could you could filter it by dogs only, but then they could just change to cats under your they nose. They could they could, and they that yeah yeah, and they could do that on purpose too if they're like ah we know you filtered it. So, you want to hear a fun fact? Monster Hunter World was originally going to use the Fanta Ray engine. Panta Ray? Yeah. Panta, Panta, Panta Ray. Ray. Yeah. And then, and then that didn't happen because that engine was apparently a disaster. Wasn't that Ono's baby? It was. Yeah. Um, and then they had to jury rig some bullshit with a bunch of people who don't know how to work on next-gen systems, which is why that... And it's probably why that World engine sucks ass. Because it was put together by a bunch of people who were doing their best, but you know, weren't engine creators. So now that they're going to be using, our, I hope Capcom just uses the RE engine for literally every game. I imagine Street Fighter Six will be using the RE engine. Yes, I imagine that also. Yes, it's a very reasonable assumption. I say that is a reasonable assumption that Street Fighter Six would use the RE engine. So Monster Hunter Rise looks super cool. I hope this jumping stuff is not a one-off mechanic. Because there have been Monster Hunter games that have had, like, goofy one-off mechanics that have not come back. This stuff looks really good. Last time they gave Spencer a jump button, he never got it back. Yeah, because he died. (laughs) Uh, it is interesting because um, so you didn't play GU or Generations, right? No, nope. world only. So in in Generations Ultimate, they had a system called Styles, where you had like uh, you had a uh, you had a style where you could just straight up jump, called Aerial Style. You had a style which gave you a perfect dodge that would get, have a counter. You had a default style which was normal, but it had lots of super moves, etc. Right. And when World came out, those styles were gone. 
but some of the moves from them got incorporated. Right? So it was like we had 100 moves and we pared them down to 10, but we integrated them into a generalized moveset. This is just aerial style. The the rise stuff. It, it is it is just the aerial style. Uh turned into like a in-depth thing and integrated the moveset. So hey. Maybe we'll get perfect dodges back. That would be that'd be they they were broken. You you can't bring those back. But something. Oh no, wait. The longsword you never played longsword, huh? Uh I played um I played big, big fucking guts blade, uh, great sword. Okay, because long sword has uh, a couple moves that just make it you a hundred percent invincible, and require the enemy to hit you during your invincibility to trigger like counter. Oh well, um, charge blade has some stances that have moments like that too. Yeah. So I, with, I got, I got so, a feeling for that with charge blade. It's goofy, man. You ever see footage of Monster Hunter one or two? No. It's bad. Bad. It's like it's, weapons have two moves. If what we're watching is just a really gradual, like passing of the old content through the world filter, that's that's mm-hmm. cool. That'll keep them alive for a while. That's a lot of shit. Well, actually, there's more new stuff in this trailer than there is old stuff. Oh yeah. Huh. Uh, almost every monster they showed was brand new. Mm. Uh, the only one that you see that I recognize being old is uh, Arzaros the bear. But he's not even given a title card. He just fights somebody in a cutscene. I have st- Every time a monster shows up, I just assume this is an old legacy monster coming back. I assume it 100% of the time. <laughs> okay, so uh, every monster that gets a title card in that trailer is brand new. Okay. Hmm. Um, the 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 presentation had one of the weirdest things I've seen in like a, a thing where they said, "Listen, guys, the 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 flagship is called Megalomano or whatever, but we can't show you the whole monster just yet. It's a secret." And then, like five minutes later, they're like, "Here's the amiibo." And it was the amiibo of the monster. Yeah. In its totality. And it was like... There it is. Oh, there it is. I, I could see it. It's right there. It's kind of it's crazy it's just, getting to recognize the Monster Hunter theme through Tepen. <laughs> more than anything like that's the place that oh th- that's that the music weird kicks oh yeah because it doesn't play that often in world it doesn't but every time you fight uh uh, uh fucking wrath or nerg it uh mm-hmm. it plays so that's where i'm used to hearing it so then when i hear the real version of it it's like oh fuck yeah right that okay hey walls uh, you were right. The dogs will have abilities because I went through the I went through the trailer, and there's a dog that has what looks like a club with blades on it mm-hmm. in its mouth, and it slams it down into an open shielded umbrella. Yeah, the, sh- the umbrella comes out. Yeah, sick. 
Now, what's this about Amaterasu? Dude. Well, I mean, that'll be the that'll be the first event quest, probably, right? Also, there are totally new moves because there's one where somebody like swings a rat. What the fuck weapon is that even? Is that there might be a new weapon in this trailer? Hey, did you play Monster? I think there is. Did you play Monster Hunter Stories? No. Because I uh, was not really paying attention to it, as you'd imagine. But, like, at the end of the direct, they kind of played some footage and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, this game's very pretty. Yeah, Monster Hunter Stories uh, is a pretty game, for sure. Uh, And Monster Hunter Stories 2. So that first game was kind of a massive failure. Um, But now now that Westerners know about Monster Hunter, maybe... Maybe people will care about this one. I care about the Palamutes. Palamutes. Are you familiar with... So that's their... their like, uh, what do you call it? So it's Palamutes and Palico. Yeah, Palico is the job and feline is the race, right? Yeah, and the race of the dogs is canine with a Y. Mm-hmm. Correct. Sure. Same as feline with a Y. I hope is it, it's, 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 is it off, Mutt? Is it Palamut? Well, it's M-U-T-E. Yeah, so it's mute. But it's but it's probably it's probably pronounced Palamut. Now why would they do that? Because it's your mutt it's because Japan. Besides, like mutt's kind of insulting. Yeah, dogs are nice. Months. I hope there are different dog types that like different shape of dog because I want to ride a bulldog looking dog. That would be cool for obvious reasons. I think so. It's a big. We need just a big tanky, wrinkly boy. I need to be able to go out into the battlefield with Amaterasu on my left and John Tailbane on my right, <laughs> standing straight up. This is how it go. Nunchucks and all. Yeah. Fucking Basil Geese ain't ready for that shit. <laughs> Just god paintbrush. Fuck you. It's also it's also coming out like really soon. Like March, like bam. Uh March 26th. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. And they announced it in English, which means that's actually March 26th. I'm so glad those games are coming out at the same time now, dude. It used to be like a year off or more. Cool. So it would feel bad. Something new to stick on my Switch. Um, or maybe your Switch HD. Up, 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 up. Whatever the new SKU is. No, I think I'm gonna. Yeah. Probably put it on my existing Switch. Thank you. What if the Switch HD has an Ethernet port? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just release... No, no, no. Okay. Here's why everything can fuck off. Okay? 
if that is actually what happens, just release <laughs> a new dock, you pieces of shit. It's a piece of fucking plastic. It's super duper not that, like, you know, it's not that fancy. Just release a piece of plastic to replace my dock. Yeah. (sighs) Be nice. All right. Well, There's five minutes of Demon Souls, and in it, the lighting is fucking different. Uh, yeah, that... The side-by-side is like, whoa, this is going way, way, way uh, 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 in a completely different direction from the... Like, it's a remake, but, like, they're changing some of this shit, like, almost entirely on its head. Uh, It's gorgeous. Yeah. And I think they're just leaning into, like, reimagining it more than remaking it. I so I want to give props to Blue Point. This might be my favorite trailer ever. Huh. The Demon Souls trailer. Huh. There is no bullshit in this trailer at all. It shows you a little about a minute of little flavor. And then cuts to three minutes of gameplay, and then another little trailer at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, the backstab. I'm watching it now. The that's how you for, well. That's how you sell. Shake. That's how you sell this game in particular yeah. to people who like these games. Is you just put some gameplay in and you fuck off with everything else. Yeah. Um. I. This, I would say, is like the next... This is what next-gen looks like. You know, there's always mm-hmm. the the game mm-hmm. that's always mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this is the first time that I'm going like, wow. And it, a lot of it's due to the animation. Um, I, there's, I, have a, I have a stupid worry for this game. This game looks smooth and well put together and not janky at all. Unlike from software games, mm-hmm. and part of me is, is you think they might overpolish. I think it might be overpolished. Oh no! And then the the next from software game comes out, <laughs> and it goes back to the back jank. to the jank. Oh no! <laughs> Blue point ruins it. They went too hard, and. And you're going to be like, but why don't it look like Demon's Souls? I mean, already, like, again, if, if Bluepoint is being given the green light to, like, make changes, as it were, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they're setting a bar for every Souls game from this point forward. Uh, I also want to They're say setting a bar a for yeah. Elden fucking Ring with this. Sure are. I will say this is a very per- this is a perfect game to show off the because you you watch in the thing the load times are instantaneous like there are no load times. Um, I'm hoping that's real and that's not trailer fuckery. Yeah. Uh, but let's assume it's real. Boy, you played through Demon Souls. What a great game to use to show off 
faster loading times. Yeah. Because holy shit, that game has a million loading times. You're constantly teleporting to new locations, and you have to endure a load. You like it sucks. I gotta say too that um, this trailer also makes me kind of really want to experience HUDless gameplay. Yeah, you know, like uh, the I, feeling I of thi- like like this, like it makes it look really fucking sick. Just doing all of this clean with no HUD. I don't think you'll get HUDless gameplay, but you'll probably have the HUD that they've been doing lately, which is uh, if you're not taking damage or almost out of stamina, there won't be any HUD. Or just the option to turn it off, you know? Like, that would be very dangerous in a boss fight. Yes, it would. Option to turn it off and maybe fade out when nothing's happening, yeah. Um, No, really, really cool, and... The, and then the other thing is, would you have, in a fucking million years, imagined there would have been a reveal, an announcement, and gameplay, and then in your hands, a Souls game before we got more Elden Ring? I would not. This game will exist and be done before we get more Elden Ring. I will probably beat this on stream before a new trailer for Elden Ring comes That's out. That's unbelievable. Yeah, what is... That's super crazy to me. You know what else is super crazy? You know how we know people in the industry and occasionally you'll hear things? I have literally not heard one thing nope. about Elden Ring from anyone. No whispers. No whispers. Which is worrying. Which is like genuinely pretty worrying. Not even, uh, uh, as my grandmother would say, she'd flick her teeth. Um, yeah, well, uh, you're going to get some hot shit is what you're going to get. Uh, fucking incredible looking trailer, incredible looking job by Bluepoint. That f- three minutes or so is pretty much everything people wanted to see um i wonder if it's gonna play any different i mean i was looking at the you know like the the parry and then like you know the the backstab things like it still locks in but it's happening it still takes the same amount of time yes but it's happening much smoother so it really might be a weird thing to go back to a jankless version of this or or a janked up version of this I mean, like, are they gonna change? Like, are they gonna change like the way weapon scaling works or numbers? Because like, there there are parts of Demon Souls that are massively fucked up, like how uh, it's almost impossible to get like certain upgrade materials okay. or the tendency system. Changing things for the visual and or making changes for the the like, I guess for the 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 way levels are kind of like. Uh, uh, revealed to you is one thing. I imagine Bluepoint is probably scared to go too crazy on the numbers because that would make a lot of old heads really upset if you fuck with the math underneath. I don't know. I'd like the ability to get a pure bladestone. 
Like, well, what about just quality of life? Quality of life, yes. Things that were stupid because they were impossible, drop rates and 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 shenanigans and anything that was busted by its age, yes. Um, returning the broken area, uh, uh, fucking what was it called? The um, you know that that the the zone that had to be fucking cut content. Yeah, yeah the the giants. Area. Yes. Returning that into the game as well, uh, probably making it completely feel different from the rest of the game, uh, most assuredly. Um, yes, all of that I can see. But actually attempting a rebalance deep down with like everything. Uh, people are saying you could see it in the trailer uh, that the archstone is still broken. Oh. Okay. Hmm. That, feel- okay. that feels like the most obvious piece of content that you'd add into the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, then again, that piece of content became stuff in later games. Well, um, like every piece of content that ever got cut showed up in a later game as a remixed area. What was the problem with uh, Equip Load again? It sucked ass. I don't remember how it worked. It also didn't show you what percentage you were at, so you had to manually eyeball Test it. Test roll. So just just putting a percentage number on the screen would would do would do a lot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it all came to, like, that was a, a big single stream, or, or multiple streams, oh, but... you might be thinking, you might be thinking of item load. Item weight. Which went away after DC. Yeah, that's, a, there, that's, what the fuck are you doing, item weight? No. <laughs> no, you need infinite pockets. Yes, that's crazy. That's insane. That's, yeah. So, no, I can see quality of life to, 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 to touch those things. But uh, rejiggering the numbers too much on everything is is getting into a slippery slope that would probably upset some people, you know. And the last thing you I want is care. a uh, an HD remix kind of reception. Listen, I trust Bluepoint a lot more than fucking Serlin. I think uh, the attempts to wait a second. I'm an old DM Demon Souls head. Fuck those people. Make some parts of it better. It's just it's one of those groups though that you realize like you 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 will never gracefully exit that Twitter thread. It they it will keep going indefinitely with more p- who cares? Fuck them. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, quality of life. Take out take out world tendency. I don't like it. Take it out. Nobody liked it. If you liked it, you were lying. Should <laughs> should should old monk be exactly the same? Yes. Oh man, old monk with like reliable internet. I almost never ended up fighting the re- the real old monk. I almost always ended up fighting the generic AI one. And I only got to play as Old Monk once. It's a bummer. Uh, okay. So, Toby Fox made a post. Really candid, actually. Strangely, just legit blog post about Deltarune Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, basically just kind of throwed some screenshots up, got to see uh, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, shots of the party wearing nurses outfits and uh, more or less explained that Deltarune is in progress and that what you got at the time was all that uh, he had and that Mm -hmm. to make more, it takes a lot of time and he suspects that he's going to need staff to help him make the rest of it. Um, it's, It's a very big job for just him and Temi and like two or three other people. So... Uh, if you've got a resume and you're good at making games uh, and you're good at bullet patterns, then hit me up. Say 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 hi. Uh, but yeah, it did just pretty much confirm that like what you got in that Delta Rune sort of test chapter announcement was just sort of like I'm gonna figure it out once this is out. And did you see the like uh, alarm clock dialogue? Uh, of the three screenshots, I saw... No. No, which one? Okay, so along this, there was also an Undertale concert, and there was also, like, a bunch of Undertale stuff that he talked about. One of which was uh, plans that happened for a Undertale alarm clock that had fallen through, uh, with a bunch of dialogue from the characters. Wow. And... A lot of it is really weird, but the number one is Undyne talking about fucking Sans doing the Fortnite dance at her, and then Alpha's telling him to stop being cringe. Yes, I did see a screenshot of that. I didn't know what it was, but I saw that. So that is canon. That is real. So wait, the alarm clock has a screen on it? I guess so. Because I'm like, they don't have voices, so... So Sans doing the Fortnite mm-hmm. is canon. Mm-hmm. Well, the product didn't come out though. Yeah, well, he put the he put all the dialogue up on the website officially, so it's new canon. Does that mean that Sans and Thor are on the battle bus together with Palpatine? <laughs> Well, I hate they already it. were. Like, you act like Thor and Palpatine are not part of the same thing. That's not even a stretch. It is what it is. More importantly... What is... What is... Yeah, like, what, what the fuck kind of alarm clock is this? I'm, I'm like, what are you... Hold on, I'll go find it. Undertale alarm clock. Fifth anniversary alarm clock winter dialogue. It was originally intended to debut in the Undertale alarm clock, an app that would have served as the vehicle for various humorous monologues from the characters. Development on the app was halted due to various circumstances, Uh. including asking the app developer to help with Deltarune instead. Uh. Damn. Toby needs help. So that's going along, and it's ready whenever it's ready, I suppose, is the, uh... Yeah, I wouldn't even think... I would try not to even think about that game if you're really excited about it, because that 
like we're in the part of the indie process where they just ask for more staff. Doesn't that make it seem like it's far away? Uh, it, it does, but he has a different method of development from most. He just kind of makes it. Like, he was talking about, maybe we should not use RPG Maker, or whatever, or Game Maker, rather, at one point. Yeah, maybe, dude. And then it's like, no, nah, we went back to it. it you know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. so it's like okay. you know this this incredible fucking massive thing is just like yeah you know whatever it works game maker it's doing its job um this might be a little bit weird but hey we should take another word from our sponsors because it's working again Hey, let's do that. All right. This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by Raycon. Hey, Raycon. Hey. Glad to have you back. There you go. You already know the deal. Wireless earbuds, half the price of premium earbuds on the market, Sounding just as amazing. You don't got to worry about breaking your bank just to get some wireless earbuds. And, 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 and if you're not already doing it, you need to, you need to get wires out of your life. Everywhere wires exist, you should be eyeballing that shit and going, how the fuck can I get rid of these wires? I'm looking at some wires I'm right now. I'm looking at some wires that. right now, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm giving them the stink eye. I'm like, you know, you're here for now. You're, you should be grateful that you're here for now because we're getting rid of wires. It's the first thing that's going to fucking go when the revolution comes. But, no, there's other things that are going to go. No, there are other things. But wires <laughs> suck. We'll be on the list somewhere. Wires suck and, they, and they, they're, they're going to be on that list. So what we need to do is embrace a future without wires. And what better way? You need to get into some wireless earbuds. Uh, everyday E25 earbuds. Best yet. Six hours of playtime. Seamless Bluetooth pairing. More bass. Compact design. Noise isolates. It does everything you're looking for. A comfortable pair of wireless headphones. Um, also, uh, perfect for you know, your podcast listening or your conference calls. Whatever you need to do. I know that uh, they're comfy enough that Punch Mom wears them to sleep. As she dozes off listening to whatever, you know, and they stay in mm-hmm. place and she's able to, you know, comfortably uh, get some rest. So they're good for the long haul. Sturdy. Um, and right now you can get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Uh, you can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash superbeast. That's buyraycon.com slash superbeast for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash superbeast. Support the show, get some good earbuds, and uh, yeah, thanks Raycon. Thank you, Raycon. We're also sponsored this week by Manscaped. 
and it's just it's what it is it's just it's just what it is this life is not one where you can afford to walk around and ignore the state of your genitals you can't do it it would be we would be it would be nice if you could it would be nice if the state of affairs happening under your trousers was not something that needed your constant attention. But that's not the world we live in. We live in a reality where your balls get hairy and uncomfortable and they start smelling and they just need to be absolutely cared for. If you are not doing so with regular fashion, uh, someone is not telling you the truth about your situation. This is where Manscaped, of course, will step in because you can trim, you can you can apply, you can wash, you can you can make things smell good. You can do all the instead of the, the other way. Instead of the other way. <laughs> instead of returning to monkey, we can <laughs> we can rise above by trimming. But we're primates, man. We are, but we can be primates that feel good about the way we walk around. We can be comfortable primates. There's nothing wrong okay. with, you know, feeling comfortable while also embracing a return to what nature is. You can be comfortable in nature. Bef- I bet if a monkey could shave its entire body, it would. They, you see how buff and jacked they look when you shave a monkey? They yeah. look so... Int- Wait, what? Monkeys without hair? <laughs> Dude, wait. What do you mean? When I shave a monkey, if you see a picture of a monkey shaved, you're gonna see some intimidating shit. They're super buff. They're jacked, man. They're diesel. Diesel monkeys intimidating everybody is a real thing. <laughs> Am I on the same podcast? The point is this: returning to monkey is rejecting modernity. But there's no reason you cannot embrace the ideology while also not embracing comfort and the modern things that technology can provide. This might sound hypocritical, but I assure you it's not. I'm trying to tell you to shave your balls, folks. I'm trying to tell you to shave your balls. And I'm trying to tell you that Manscaped has an engineering team that is working round the clock to design the greatest ball trimmers you've ever had the pleasure of feeling. The Lawnmower 3.0. Waterproof, LED light, skin safe technology, no nicks and cuts. It's delicate because your balls are delicate and you're delicate. And you need to not have the, 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 the raw aggression of some other shitty razor that might leave your shit bleeding and worse. You want to make sure you can travel with it. I don't like my genitals to bleed. Don't bleed. Use the lawnmower 3.0, and then you can put it in the perfect package kit where you've got a perfect travel bag. That It's a very nice travel bag. It's real clean. You got anti-chafing boxer briefs that I'm wearing right now. No chafe. Just I'm testing the chafe. There's no chafe whatsoever. Feels good. So there's your proof in the pudding. Or not in the pudding, for that matter. Hey, uh, you got you got 
you got all of that and you get um you get to the satisfaction of a clean smooth enjoyable situation in your in your in your pants i'm telling you anyone who has access anyone who has access to your junk will thank you whether that be yourself or others everyone will be grateful All right, look. Everyone. It's it's just can we just the point is the point is shave your balls and do it with 20% off. Your doctor will thank they, you. They, everyone will thank you. You know when you got to turn your head and cough? They'll be like, "Ah, oh, this is you smooth. might get thank a compliment." You. Who doesn't like a com- I don't want a compliment well, in that scenario. I'll tell you one thing. Dudes <clears throat> tend to remember compliments and store them true. in little treasure boxes in our hearts from 20 years that ago. That is accurate. That's correct. We never let compliments go because they almost never happen. So if you get That's one true. while you're coughing, you're going to remember it. Shave your balls and do so with with a good product that supports the podcast and supports your, your comfort. Get 20% off and free shipping. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code SUPERBEAST. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code SUPERBEAST. You got to use the right tools for the job if you don't want to suffer. And more importantly, if you want to live a nice, comfortable life, do it with Manscaped. Thanks, Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped. Mm-hmm. I just... Every time you do the Manscaped ads, you just go on for multiple minutes about how everyone should shave their balls. I feel like that's less ad and more you personally yelling at everyone to shave their nuts. Well, you're like, stop it. Stop having hair on your genitals, creepos. Return to monkey everywhere else except for (laughs) your balls. Wait, what does that mean? We should be taking it off our balls and adding it to our body? Reject modernity everywhere <laughs> except for your junk where you should embrace the future. An AT field of future tech happens around your dick while the rest of you returns to monk. And people asking, no, I don't shave my balls. I don't need to. Well, ain't nothing down there. They do need to. No, they don't. I can tell you in good authority that they don't. Well, I'd be shaving a couple stray hairs. It's weird. Well, they 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 need it or they know someone that needs it. How about that? Oh yeah, no, there's definitely people out there. So yeah. But you got to be careful shaving your body because then if the doctor gives you a compliment while giving you a prostate examination and you come on the floor, you got to shoot them with their Well, gun. that's not great. <laughs> Did you hear But that? Florida would tell you otherwise. Yeah, for, but oh also God, that's that story and, it, which, and it's so crazy that it's not real. <laughs> oh. Because upon reading that story, I immediately sourced it and dug and it's some bullshit. So... Don't you? Well, it's up to us to make it real. Don't worry about that. Um, you ruined my day. That's hey, that's what we're here for. Listen, man, 
I'm just trying to show some ball shavers. They know what it's about. Yeah. They understand. Your, sh- your shilling is so intense on the ball shaving specifically that I feel like there's an ulterior motive. Yeah, there is. It's to get them to shave them. <laughs> it's very clear. It's also to make sure that uh, it's interesting to listen to. Hey, did you have any feelings about the village trailer? Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. I got some questions, uh, but I don't want to ask them until I actually what, what? get through seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can ask them. Like, why is Chris shooting that? Seven? Why is Chris shooting that lady? I mean, I know why. Oh, that's the question. That's the question. I know why, but why? You know? Because he's, he's a bad man. Well, that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. Because me as a jerk. I suppose. Because uh, because uh, they saw how the DMC four uh, trailer was really popular because it made Dante look like a bad guy and they're trying to recreate that feeling. I mean, even though you know what's up, the tone of four was still one where the first half of the game Nero Nero is super angry at Dante. <laughs> like you spend that <laughs> whole game really mad at him for a while. Yeah. It's not just trailer. Yeah. And then the Pope is like, hey, so oh, I'm, I'm alive. I'm a demon. <laughs> so, you know. Um, all right. Well, you know, that, that they, they dropped one of those. And alongside that was the look at Miles Morales. So. Seems like. Uh, the Tinkerer is going to be the direction this go- Dude, the story I have is no going. No idea who that is. And uh, it showed off a big old set PC, you know, trailer fight on the bridge. Mm-hmm. He's doing electricity. He's he's using that that he's using that charge to fuck people up, and uh, it looks yeah, that's some Spider Man, you know. What a what a good enemy faction. To fight the guy with electricity powers, the one that are all using robotic technology. The wa- it's almost as if the Spider-Man for this exact challenge has the right tools for the job. Yeah, almost. It's always, it's always. F- what is the downside to Miles's powers? He compared to Peter, he doesn't have the experience that Peter has. Like, is he just a, a straight upgrade? Yes, pretty much. There is none <laughs> okay. whatsoever. His The downsides of Miles is he's young and has to learn. <laughs> oh. You mean besides the obvious. <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not... <laughs> Chad is, Chad is being very bad. Uh huh. What's Chad. the downside of my- yeah, yeah? Hmm. No, but seriously, like he's just a like the invisibility and electricity is for free. 
Yeah. Like he doesn't have shittier spider sense. He doesn't have less strength or anything like no. that. So it just it balances out. You know, every build well, that's- has a number of points you can put into stats. Mm-hmm. Some builds have hidden points that you can't see where they went. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that Peter has a whole bunch of hidden points that we can't see. Mm-hmm. That we can't see. Yeah. They, you see, I think the 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 South Park game, the fractured butthole, uh-huh. showed you a hint of where some of those points could go. Okay, yeah. Hey. So they just, uh, like, while we were talking, they put up, like, the pre-order for, like, the the PS4 version of this game and all that crap. But they also put out a statement saying that uh, when you get the full game, like the Spider-Man plus the Miles Morales expansion, yes. that your save file won't transfer over. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. But then they also announced a full remaster of the original game, didn't they? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like your save file from the PS4 original will not transfer over to the the PS5 version. Okay. Yeah, the saves don't work. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it's it's cool that they're doing that, but also, yeah, that that's uh, you know, what are you gonna? Eh. I mean, dude, there's shit in that. Yeah, I'll- there's shit that's like. DLC campaign content that might not be you know what I mean like yeah well I assume the remaster well, is going to include actually like game of the year edition the the DLCs yeah. yeah that's a reasonable way to play it um but yeah uh it's but 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 it's coming to both though so there will be a PS4 version of Miles Morales too so you mm-hmm. can you can go either way on it uh, that's right around the corner. It's going to drop in November. Hey, I forgot to ask you. What's the PS4, uh, PS5 situation over at the, the Madden household? So I heard the situation, uh, at the Boyvin household. And, um, did you get three emails from, uh, in your inbox telling you, hey, these might not be real? No. Oh, because some people got emails saying, hey, these pre-orders might not be real. No, mine are, mine are real. Oh, wow. I had to cancel one, in fact. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I uh, originally got one off Amazon.com, like the U.S. Mm-hmm. one. And uh, I then got two others, one from Amazon and one from The Source. Thanks, The Source. Um, and, uh, the, the, I was like, oh, well now I have three. I don't need three. I'll, I'll see if anybody from, uh, was, uh, from the U S wants the American mm. one and I'll just change the, I'll change the, the address delivery for it. Right. And then they'll just PayPal me the difference. Right. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So I asked around and, uh, I was going to send it to a guy out at Rooster Teeth and then when I actually tried to change the address, Amazon.com started to go crazy. Oh. Um, it does not like when Canadians with Canadian accounts buy American products 
to send to America with Canadian credit cards. Oh. Um, every time I would try and change it, it would go, what are you doing? Stop that. And it would break. Mm. Uh, and it was like, okay, it, it thinks I'm scamming. Somehow. It thinks I stole somebody's credit right. card. Right, okay, okay. Um, so I ended up getting one from uh, Amazon.ca and one from the source. Uh, now people are asking, Pat, why would you buy three PS5s? Because I need one on day one. And if I don't, if, if one of those fail, falls through, I'll have the other. And if they both come in, I'll just go, Wooly, do you want the other one? And Wooly will probably go, yeah, sure. Sounds good. Okay. Because Wooly doesn't play this uh, pre-order nightmare game I don't, that I do. I don't do it. I don't do it. I've been, I've been hurt. I've yeah. been hurt. I don't want to get hurt. And if you didn't want it, I'd sell it to my pal Fuggins. And it's like, like problem solved. Mm, I've uh, right. I hate how the the but, yeah the Canadian and U.S. Amazon accounts are like they don't uh, they don't uh, accumulate their data together. So when I go looking for order histories and 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 things like that, like like changing the flag on the store. Like, we'll fuck up something where, like, uh, in some cases, I expect a shipment from here, but it's not listed. And da-da-da-da. I've had many problems with switching back and forth between the stores. It, it sucks. It's not fun. Hey, I have a question. I would like to actually respond to a chat comment, if that's all right with everyone. Nameless chat person says that baby needs shiny, to- shiny toy on day one. No dumbass. It's guy needs his work equipment to go to work, moron. How am I supposed to stream the Demon Souls remaster on the first day if I don't have the fucking system? I'd have to steal somebody else's footage and pretend. And that'd be awkward. Oh, you know what happens. What happens? Someone steals footage and pretends. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It, it Nightmare is, is not even enough of an accurate word to describe it. They really... I don't know if that counts as news, but like the way Sony handled that shit is like a joke. Uh, they, I, they put out... A, I saw a tweet a, a where they said, hey, that wasn't great. Let's be honest. But I don't know. Did you see the, what their resolution the thing was from the day before? No. Okay, so what happened earlier was they—I uh, think it was Jeff Keighley talking to their marketing man, and uh, marketing man uh, was asked by Jeff Keighley, "Hey man, so when are pre-orders going live? Oh, we're gonna know, right?" And then he said, "Oh, don't worry, we'll give you guys plenty of time before pre-orders go live." And as he was saying that with his mouth. Pre-orders had already gone live at some retailers and sold out within five seconds. Uh-huh. So people went to bed that mm-hmm. night, hearing going, that. Oh, Sony will tell mm-hmm. us. And at midnight, mm-hmm. like Amazon went live, Walmart went live, everything sold out. And when people woke up, they were all gone. There it is. <clears throat> this is, and it's like, wow, wow. This is mm-hmm. this is the game. This is what it is. Go fuck yourself. You thought. (laughs) 
It's, and that's just, why they put out the thing. Just it's like, clicking the yeah, button we, on a website and going, thank you, your pre-order is confirmed. And you go, ah. And then you get an email and you go, there it is. And then later on, you click on that email and open it and it just says, from Sony, nah. nigga, you thought. <laughs> so that's the worst. That's the, that's the worst. So the source, I know I'm getting that because I already paid mm-hmm. for it. Like they charge up front, mm-hmm. and the Amazon one seems legit. I haven't heard any. I haven't gotten any uh, emails that are like, "No, no, dumbass." Um, but every everything about this sucks. Like the the 3080s went f- on sale. Yeah. Um, and. I woke up at 8.30 to get that at 9, and the 3080 defies belief with how fucked up its its pre-order system was, because it appears that no humans actually got a hold of them. That was a story, so we might as well go right into it, because <laughs> yeah. it really okay, is, go it's it. really is, it's, it's, it's a tale in two parts. Step one is, fuck this stupid... Pre, the stupid uh, 3080 uh, 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 bullshit, the only people that got them were scalpers, and everyone posted and screenshots. People using robots. People And everyone posted screenshots of numerous auctions where the, uh, the video cards were on sale for no fewer than 12K. Yeah. Prices. Sorry, 1,200. Prices shooting up. No, no, no. They were going into the thousands, dude. Oh yeah, they were going into the tens of thousands, but at first it was twelve hundred, which is the markup that they could get away with because the uh, the card above it would be fifteen hundred, sure. right? But eventually, and then later it in went the day, into the five yeah. digits and kept climbing. So everyone's like, "This is the most absurd uh, scalp situation we've seen in a long time." It's always bad, but holy fuck, who are these people, and how bad is it that they're actually willing to pay these amounts? Uh, and then we get the tweet where uh, dude's like, yeah, so I was so mad that every single card got scalped before a human being could actually acquire them. So I then wrote a bot that would go to every auction and inflate the prices to a point where no one will buy them, thus defeating every single scalper auction. Because fuck scalpers. Yeah, all the scalper auctions are now worthless, which is great. Um, uh, I would like somebody pointed out. I would like to give people uh, some, some. There are some scalpers out there that are legit geniuses, and I can only respect this level of hustle. Uh, did you see the people selling the PS5 and 3080 paper editions? What? Uh, they were they were selling uh, PS5 pre-order paper edition, and if you read what it, the description actually was, it was a photo of a PlayStation 5. Oh my god. There you go. And it was actually described as, this will be a photo of a PlayStation 5. Uh, how, uh, about, how about your PlayStation 3 taped to your PlayStation 2? That's good. I like yeah, that. That's you good. gotta think outside the box. Um, so... I asked around a lot. I talked on Twitter. I cannot find a single human being that was able to purchase them. They apparently were universally 
actually 100% bought by robots and scalpers. Yeah, the, the people... Like high, de- high demand and low supply always creates this, but everyone, 100%. The people, that, there are, the people that do have them, there are people that have them, but they're all people that were sent it directly from NVIDIA. Mm-hmm. There was a, a... And apparently one guy in our chat. <laughs> um, I spoke with multiple people who managed to get through the website and order them, only to be told five minutes later that their order didn't count. Uh, which is great. It's the same thing you're talking about PS5, where it's like, yeah, I did it. No, it didn't count. It didn't. It didn't count. Um, well, the, the the actual the actual experience of this was so frustrating because just saying they all got, they all sold out is one thing, but actually trying to buy it and seeing what happened is another thing entirely. So what happened was is that people would wake up at 8:30 a.m. Eastern time, and at 8:59. You go to the NVIDIA website and say Newegg, right? And Amazon if you're in the States. And it says coming soon on the page, right? And then you refresh the page at 8.59 consistently. And at 8.59 and 59 seconds, the page loads in with the phrase out of stock. And I, I... can't find anyone who even saw the add to cart option. Like it just it just didn't happen. And I think bots were going through like webzone APIs. It's a webzone. Web <laughs> website APIs yeah. instead of so even buying. How do you fight bot scalpers with bot anti scalpers? Well, the honestly, what you should be doing um, with stuff like this is what you do for stuff like uh, hockey tickets is you have a phone number have to be associated with a real account that you confirm and you then do it by lottery. Mm. Um, right. NVIDIA actually just put out a, a fucking response to this literally just now. Um, what happened? Uh, four times the unique visitors to our website, ten times the amount of peak web requests per second, more than 15 times the out clicks to partner pages. So they're just saying they tried to beef up their website, but it died. Always. Um, and part of the reason why that is, is that, oh, what makes this worse, by the way, is that people who do, uh, 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 fucking cryptocurrency crap. We're able to tell from reviews that this thing would kick ass for cryptocurrency. Uh, so, oh my god, the miners! The miners came out again. Oh god, yeah. Okay, well then, that's a whole other group of people that are not even the the fucking gaming uh, crowd. Yeah. Oh Jesus. So uh, the demand was unprecedented. We underestimated our fifty global retailers had inventory the day of launch. Our retail partners recorded Refic Traffer, in many cases exceeding Black Friday. This caused crashes and delays, blah, blah, blah. We knew it would be popular, but no one expected that much traffic on the first day. That's a lie. Um, that's a blatant lie that, that this happens every time. Maybe not these numbers, but considering the miners and the demand and all that, like, come on. What's the stocks? Uh, you know what would solve this? Just allow back orders with, with production timelines. You'll right. get one when we make it. Allow, well, allow me to buy one and have an estimated time of arrival on it. 
Yeah. Uh, the problem with that is you cannot control the unreasonable uh, people and you cannot control when somebody decides I've waited long enough. This is taking too long. I'm, I'm angry. Give me my, you know, and so on. Like if you do a back order yeah, but- you ha- and you don't have an ETA – then are you really going to be comfortable just going like hold my money for no. whenever? Do no, do a back order and put an ETA. Mm. And then what if the person's like, "Oh shit, I got an opportunity to buy one secondhand from somebody." Cancel. That will be an that will be an insignificant factor on demand for things like this. Cuz it seems it, it it seems like a good idea, but I feel like there might mm, maybe maybe that's the way. I don't I don't know. Why does availability always start with such low inventory? Blah, it's typical for blah, 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 blah. What changes are you making on the store? Uh, as with many other retailers, the NVIDIA store was overrun with malicious bots and resellers. To combat this, we've made the following changes. We've moved NVIDIA store to a dedicated environment with increased capacity and more bot protection. That won't work. We updated the code to be more efficient. We integrated CAPTCHA to the checkout. By the way, there's no CAPTCHA on these websites. Oh, nice. No shit. The bots can crush um, it so easily. When when they put out new cards, though, does this mean that there are no, like, they, they put out their cards for sale, but there's no separate store shipments? So the way that it works is NVIDIA sells the NVIDIA version of the yeah. card, right, off their mm-hmm. store. They will also uh, – uh, there's also uh, all the third-party card manufacturers like Asus yep. and EVGA. Yep. They sell on their own stores, but they also sell to uh, third-party websites like Amazon, Newegg, and all the retail partners. And NVIDIA will also sell their own cards to some retail partners. Like I think you could, you might be able to get official NVIDIA cards from like Best Buy. Or yeah. So, so then there is a stock uh, that is not the site stock that will be on a truck somewhere. Yeah, but the, I mean, everybody put up their pre-orders simultaneously, so they're all gone. Okay. All of them. The the NVIDIA NVIDIA can only change the stuff on their own personal store. It's up to everybody else's store. So Best Buy, like, they don't give a shit. They're not going to overhaul their whole fucking website just for this stupid bullcrap. Yeah, crap, it's one of a million right? products for sure. Though mm-hmm. so Newegg, what the fuck, Newegg? Of any if of any website, I would expect to understand how video card demand works. It would be fucking Newegg, right? That's all they sell. They sell PC parts for crazy people. Mm. Um, why did it go? From notify me to out of stock because it was hit by a billion things. I saw individuals using bots and scripts celebrating the purchase of multiple GPUs. Did bots get all the available supply? No. NVIDIA has canceled hundreds of orders manually before they were able to ship. 99% of it was totally got by bots. Will they have any preventative measures? Blah, blah, blah. And here's here's the my favorite part. So they went out of stock at 8:59:59 a.m. Right? Nvidia's automated system sent out an email at like 2 p.m. in the afternoon saying, "Hey guys, they're in stock. Come to the website." Mm-hmm. And the splash page had gone live, and you clicked on it, and they were all sold out because, of course, they were. Uh, even though, although I just the the what comes to mind when you say that a solution would be the sports uh, tickets lottery. 
I'm just thinking about yeah. how many times I've heard people who do that sports ticket lottery thing complain about how shit the system is. It's better than this. It's better than no one getting anything. Mm, yeah. Like when you have when you Nintendo does this too, right? They just hand scalpers free money. They just they just give it over to the gray market entirely. Mm-hmm. Like why? It doesn't make you any more money to have scalpers selling them for a $500 $600 profit. It doesn't make them any less. Yeah, it does, because they have a competitor. AMD isn't quite as good, but if AMD cards are in stock and NVIDIA cards aren't not, uh, then... Well, yes, yes. But I guess just on the basic level of every card we make is purchased by someone or something, yeah. then, you know, they're selling through their inventory regardless. That's a that's a bad long term. It's a very bad long term like, scenario for sure. Because what they did, there was a moment uh, during I forget I think it was like three cards ago where every single card got bought up by Bit Bitcoin people, right? And there were suspicions that uh, Nvidia was basically just making enough for the Bitcoin market because they would all sell out, right? And they're like, well, why don't they just make it for that? And it's like, that's not sustainable because those people are buying it for this hyper-specific reason that if anybody else creates anything that would beat it, they'll dump you in a second. And then if you have just burned the bridge, you know, on everybody who buys your video cards for their actual intended usage, right? Does this video card have a new big CG mascot on it? I don't know. Can we check to see if it's someone <laughs> with a hard hat and a pickaxe? Just a fucking big future cyber miner? I don't know why they, they don't just put out a video card that, that literally just does. I Bitcoin. mean that's I'm kinda that's what I was trying to like I'm like can I build up to can we workshop an idea where they just go, Hey look, it's the fucking mining card. Buy it. It mines. Yeah, they should just make versions of the cards that don't have a video out. <laughs> you know, it just sits there and it does the thing. Um, they do? Well, not of this card. They should have put one out of this card. And also the... the uh, What was it? Like, I, I, I remember reading something a while ago that said that, like, the energy used for the currency gained is massively uh, uh, disproportionate. And, like, the cost of, like, the amount you're burning through is just, like, like almost unethical. But, uh... uh, uh yeah, the, it, it's, it's a fucked up situation, because, like, everything about it's stupid. Like, Best Buy and uh, Newegg Splash Sites only went live once everything had sold out. So it's like you have this situation where you're running your website. You're like, okay, cool. Put the launch page for the new th- – oh, the, oh, everyone's mad because we, we're basically just rubbing it in their noses. <laughs> um, so now we're in the situation where, hey, do you want to get a 3080? Open up a tab with nowinstock.net. 
and just hold that tab in the background. And if the fucking tab alarms at you. What is that site? Now in stock.net. Yeah. Are you not familiar not with it? Not at all. I personally use it for video cards, but you can use it for almost anything like hand sanitizer. Is And it's just like you find the... This sounds like something uh, you find th- that you might have kept to yourself until now it's on the podcast and it's out there. No, I've, I've mentioned it what before is it? on my streams. It's, it's a, it, it, you, so I'll send it to you so you can take a look at it because that'll make it a lot easier. Uh, hey, do you want hand sanitizers or webcams or weights that are rare or consistently out of stock? Plug the specific uh, store listing into your tracker. And they will uh, set, set an alarm to go off, or they will even text you if that item comes back in stock at that website. Okay. I was waiting for you to say they will go and buy it for you, <laughs> at no, no, which no, point no, I'm no, like, like a bot? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. No, 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 no. Okay. It's never been a secret site! People have been using this thing forever. Never heard of it. Now, all of you who want a 3080 have to wait until I get mine before you use the site, though. For sure. That's what the... Because mine yeah. give... Totally. No, you're you're ahead of the list. Whatever, man. If we're all going to fight over it, it might as well be fair. And... Lastly... There's two stories here. They're the same story, but there's uh-huh. the story you want to hear, and then there's the story uh-huh. of what happened. All right. So what happened is Michel Ancel is leaving the video games industry, but what Pat wants to uh-huh. hear is Beyond Good and Evil 2 is dead. I don't need to hear it. I said it. <sighs> so Michel, oh, people are asking who that guy is. It's the creator of Rayman and Beyond Good and Evil. That was a name that people knew some years ago. I guess it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, a, when was Rayman Legends? Quite a bit ago. Pro, like almost eight, maybe seven. Damn. Okay. The chillin'. I don't think that game ever existed. Well, dude. it there's a there there is footage of a thing. <laughs> what like define exist? Define exist. <laughs> I don't think that game. I don't think that game was ever in full production. Uh, no, some people. Slice, some people made and then they some people made some stuff. Well, they they put out a, a fucking it, fan thing. That was like, hey, send us art. Oh yeah, so we can put your art in the game. There was a, yes, there was prior to that a bunch of false start non announcements, a bunch of teases with her. There was leaked footage of a game, by the way. There was leaked footage mm-hmm. of her running around in a world that that of a game that never happened. So there was a team making a thing or a group of people, however small, making something that eventually stopped existing. Then we got the airship monkey and and dread girl game uh, play footage with the persistent online thing they mentioned. So 
people would like me to determine, uh, sorry, uh, define what I mean by full production. So in terms of production on your game, you have your pre-production, you have your full production, and your post-production. Full production is that your pre-production's over, everybody has their job, you're fully staffed up, and you are in the process of making the game. I do not believe that has ever happened on this game. I believe there is a vertical slice, and maybe some prototypes, and some concept art. Well, what sh- if you're it. saying they ne- they never left pre-alpha, that's possible. You could have a vertical slice while everything else is still in pre-alpha. Um, but, yeah, like, there is evidence of existing thing. It's just, uh, yeah, he's leaving. And he said that with him leaving, the game will continue. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, what, what, what are you, you going to say? Like, it, it's 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 this ongoing forever, like, non-project for a while that is just kind of dictating everybody and it sucks. But uh, I guess at some point, however many years down the line, something will drop and it'll be a bit of a two-human situation. And it'll be there. But whatever the troubles are that this game has, um, I don't know if they'll ever see the light of day. I don't know if we'll ever find out why this thing took 20 plus years to make. That's is that's that's not true. Is that true? Well, it might be. BG&E, I want to say, was... Uh, Xbox Original. BG&E was era of Xbox Original. So... I don't know, man. I feel like Michelle Ansel was like, you know what? Ubisoft seems like a bad look for everyone to work at right now. I'm out of here. I'm going to go take care of animals. 2003. So, yeah. 20 years. In 2023. Which is probably when it'll drop. (laughs) <laughs> sure. Um, if this game does come out, I bet it will have zero relation to anything they have already showed. Something will drop. It's just gonna happen whenever, and um, yeah, who knows what form it'll take? But I don't think like we've had this kind of argument like a, a couple times, and I feel like. Betting on time is like like there's times when they well they when they just go this is dead and it's over or they say nothing about it <laughs> and uh, in this particular case I think it'll happen I just don't think it'll it'll like happen anytime soon it's just too weirdly quiet. I don't know, this is the same company that put out like two or three G&E 2 trailers when the game was actually literally nothing. Like, remember the the, the, the trailer that was like the, the pig guy? Mm, Peach, yeah. Like, working on a mm-hmm. car? And that, and like, then you go and look at interviews and you're like, oh yeah, that was literally just, it was just, just CG, yeah. And then there was, but there, before that was the, the leaked <laughs> gameplay that was like her cr- climbing up through a wall. And going into like a, an area, um, yeah, 
and then now we have this this like surfing airship gameplay stuff, and who knows? Um, and the, yeah, they wanted the community like I, to I bet make art. For I'm them. guessing. Like, I'm oh. guessing that you're what what you're seeing will probably be uh, slowed down by a move to next gen. You know, it's like it took long enough that they might as well just just migrate it. I think that it has been very slowed by next gen. And then it'll be so slowed that next next gen they'll be like, oh, we're porting it to next next gen. We're also so we're also as we go farther into the future, we're getting so far. We're getting farther and further away from um, the the group of people that care about the original and and yeah, that's the like biggest the if time anything to, the time to put this out was in 2006 man you know um the, it's over the part like, where we brought this up and uh, a, a bunch of people went who is that to michelle ancel <laughs> the, re- really? the reaction to michelle ancel's name was who are you talking about is kind of proof there that are, we're moving past the points. There are people born in the year the game came out that are 17 in our chat right now, wondering why we're even bothering to talk about this. And I'm kind of there with them. Mm. Like, why are you bothering to make a... Se- Sequels to games decades later is stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> Uh, you just you want to put your grave on that hill or sure Shenmue is stupid devil may cry decades I mean what are you talking three about? to four and then four to five four to DMC DMC to five okay we're gonna count that all right yeah, we are. It was it was Ninja Theory. I mean, it was come like Doom. Doom three came out in two thousand four. Doom twenty sixteen. This is a battle, dude. You have to. You're fighting the entire industry right now. Is that a sequel? It, <laughs> no, it's not a sequel. It says Doom 1 right on it. It's Doom. It's the next Doom game. If you're counting DMC Devil... Yeah, Doom, Doom 1. If you're using DMC Devil May Cry in your argument, then you're counting whatever's in the franchise. So, Doom. Yeah, it's Doom. Doom 1. It's the start of a new franchise called Doom. Okay, fuck off. You're, you're being disingenuous. <laughs> Am I? Kingdom Hearts. No, okay. Can I can I actually change it? Slightly you can change because it because this is Pat, the thing for fuck off. You can always change it forever. Well, that's why I'm asking. Yes, yeah. For years. Well, why? Wait, why? Wait, wait. Why does that upset? Why does no? That I am I am saying with exclamation mark that anytime you say something, you do have the option uh-huh. to change it instead of tripling down. No, you no 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 no. You don't. You no, unless the person gives you permission to change it, you have to stand by your position until you die. You have permission. So I'm asking you for per- thank you, you have per- you always um, have permission to change it. Okay. Making sequels to narrative games that have cliffhanger endings 20 years later 
is fucking stupid. Like one of the re- a lot of people who did, uh, Christ because most people didn't even play Beyond Good and Evil now is that the reason why people wanted a sequel so bad is it ends in a cliffhanger. Kingdom Hearts. I don't. I don't care about that cliffhanger anymore. What about Kingdom Hearts? Cancel Half-Life? Wait, what? No, hold on. What about Kingdom Hearts? That that one's more interesting. Kingdom Hearts 3? Isn't that a... Kingdom Hearts... No, Kingdom Hearts had had a game a year for, like, the whole time. There are so many Kingdom Hearts games. There is a fucking ton of them, but... uh, Weren't there just re-releases on, like, compilations that were... yeah, but there were there were a ton of new games like every year or two. What's the timeline between Deadly like, Premonition one and two? Uh, two thousand. I just think I think that your get your 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 hypothesis is well. That's why I changed it to include cliffhangers. Your your hypothesis is a wild exclamation, even with cliffhangers that will absolutely, if you dig hard enough, find you. With a series that you care about being brought into the uh, the discussion, Shadowrun is happening. Yeah, that that came out. Final Fantasy remake. <laughs> I mean, that that's not a sequel. That's well, yeah, it is. But um, <laughs> that's, come on now. Oh, come on now. That is stupid. Come isn't on it? now. Be honest. Metal Gear. Did Metal Gear ever get a job? There's a lot of time between some of those games. A lot of time. Is there? Is there? Hold on a second. Metal, Metal Gear is the one that... Because that, that's the most story one of all. Right? So Metal Gear Solid. What do we got? We got... Uh, Metal Gear Solid is 98. Sons of Liberty is 2001. Uh, Snake Eater is 2004. And MGS4 is to that is is 2008, and that's the end of the Metal Gear series. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. But even if you do include the others, uh, Peace Walker is 10, Zeros is 14, and Phantom Pain is 2015. So, like, there's never been more than a four-year gap. So does the cliffhanger aspect even matter if there's a bunch of games that come out that don't answer that? Because then it's an ongoing franchise even though there's a cliffhanger. Like, why does the cliffhanger even matter? Okay, if there's games that the, don't the, fucking you know, affect the cliffhanger you I, discussed, if we're counting those. Which games are you referring to? Well, I'm to? saying, like, if Metal Gear Solid comes out and then has an ending that you're waiting on or has something else that's going to go down in the next game, mm-hmm. but... There's or like Kingdom Hearts has something that you're waiting on in the next game, but like there's a bunch of games that come out that don't address that directly. Are they still storyline games? Yeah. Then what's the problem? Okay, well. Mega Man Legends 3 is a bad idea. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh well, what did we say just before that one? People, why are wait? Why are people talking about Near? Near didn't have a cliffhanger. Near Near is 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 completely different shit from game to game. That uh, why is there a guy talking about Yakuza Zero and One? None of those games end on cliffhangers. Um, 
And also, there has been a Yakuza game every year since like nine uh, since two thousand four. Uh, what the fuck is Final Fantasy VII? I don't know. A trick. Uh huh. <laughs> An aberration. It sure is weird, isn't it? Very much so. Honestly, according to my own logic, I have to agree with myself. That is stupid. <laughs> Everything about the way that game is is fucking stupid. Glad it's here, though. Yeah. Worth it. Anyway, the point is this. I think be- I think nobody cares about Beyond Good and Evil 2 anymore, including the, the creator. I think blanket statements are stupid because under the microscope they fall apart like a fucking brick shithouse. I think putting every statement under the microscope is cowardly. Just say your dumb thing and move on. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Yeah, like we need to re-monkey our bodies except for our balls. That's a blanket statement. It is. Don't you think there are some people that shouldn't re-monkey their bodies? Mm, no, I think the <laughs> I think returning to monkey is a call out to the entire human race. Oh man. I also think we got some fucking ball razors to... Wait, did you say fall apart like a brick shithouse? Like a house of cards? I was... I think... No, 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 earlier. Yeah, I think I misspoke. Yeah, that's the opposite of what you meant to say. If my shit falls apart like a brick shithouse, that means it's unfortunately durable and smelly. Man... Which does now. Yeah. Brick shit house is bad for saying things are sturdy. I was just thinking this in my head. It, like I was thinking, I was like, wait, did I say the wrong thing? Probably. Anyway, but then I, then I was like, why do we say brick shit house? Then I was thinking, is it because the bricks are bricks, but the mortar is shit? No, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a outhouse made out of uh, out of bricks. So that your poop can be protected from the elements. Oh, it's a house for shit again. It's, it's not a house made of brick and shit. Yeah, no, no, no. It is a it is a highly durable structure filled with shit. Gotcha. Okay. When you say somebody is built like a brick shit house, mm-hmm. it means they look tough but are awful. Well, hey, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to edit... What I said and say I said the wrong Don't. thing because we're allowed oh, to oh. edit. I thought you, I thought you meant, I thought you meant like cut the part of the podcast to make yourself sound smarter. No, no, I'm, I'm going to make oh, no. reference to the fact that we can, we can okay. change what we say instead of tripling down on it. Okay. Admittedly, a house made of bricks and shit for mortar will probably kill anybody who enters it. I think that if you want to make a sequel, you have to do it within three years. That is... And if you start to make it after that, someone shoots you. I can give it five. Three, <laughs> I, I can give it... All right, five, five I can is say five. Reasonable. I can live with that. Some games take three years yeah. to make. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, you just announce it. Also, also, it has, it no, no, real. hold on, hold on. Um... Fuck that for every game where something that nobody expected a sequel to come from, where you go and you go like, hey, there's a good idea here. I'm going to dig this up to use it. Like, 
if somebody decides to revisit something down the line out of interest for the mat- source material, that's fine too. No, they have to make something new. It could be exactly the same, just instead of Dante, it's Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah, sure. But 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 Bay Bayo, yes. I don't know. I just uh, I, all, all joking aside, the tendency of game companies to go remember this. Yeah. We're not going to do anything yeah. with it. Don't you like us for this period yeah. of time? Yeah. Like, is the worst. I know. And that's why we it's, get... Is the And when worst. you do it for too long, you get a bomb rush cyberfunk. Yeah. Well aware. Like Tron, Wooly? Like, like, yes. Exactly like Tron. Exactly like, like the, Tron. the... the, the 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 hey maybe we'll make uh, this if you like the old days of the Capcom test, like just the worst, just the absolute worst. That movie was visually gorgeous. It had an amazing soundtrack, and it had some good ideas. But then it ended up being eh, you know, uh, overall. But then you're like, yeah, but the original Tron was not a better movie than the sequel. the The sequel was. You know, pretty middling, but the original fine, Tron was not it's better terrible. than that. The original Tron was worse than the <laughs> no. sequel was. The sequel was fucking oh, yeah. better, even though it came out uh, to be middling. I think we live in a weird time because I would have said way back in the day, if if you saw like BG and E2 footage, right, you'd be like, well... Maybe it doesn't have the resources it needs or whatever, right? But somebody over there is working. It can't all be a work, right? And then I remember that Microsoft commissioned a CG trailer for a game that they had already canceled just to show it off at E3. Do you remember that? That card game that was like a remake of an original Xbox game? Oh, 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 uh... Uh, a quantum. What the fuck was that? Oh, uh, fucking Phantom, Phantom Dust. Dust. Phantom, Phantom Dust. Dust. Like that game had already been long canceled and killed, but they hadn't t- told the devs, and then they decided to commission a CG trailer for a game that was already dead on the books. Put the CG trailer out so that they could get a, a attaboy at E3. Then went and fired all the devs. So, like, companies are willing to waste money just for temporary optics. So now anything is possible. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on a, it's a, on a dev-to-dev case. And we're looking at Ubisoft here. So... You know, that's probably the craziest thing ever. Like, why, why bother? Because you're trading in goodwill now for bad will later. What if deep down, though? I, God, I would love to get a hold of somebody at Capcom and be like, dude, how badly... Did Ono fuck up every project in the past five years? What if deep down? Every single thing that had his name on it fucking died. 
except for SF5. Like the fucking engine and the game that was supposed to be about that engine. Wasn't that a PS4 like launch like reveal game? It was going to be. No, but I mean, wasn't that like one of the first games that was ever showed for the? Oh, next I don't year? remember when it was shown, but I remember when it was pitched as like this is using some crazy. This is the next level of tech. We're, we're, we're shipping out. Um, <laughs> Mirror's Edge skates in eight years apart, and I'm gl- that sequel was not. I am glad Catalyst exists. I I I, I liked it. I also liked it, but like, it was no Mirror's Edge one. It wasn't. It wasn't. But, eh, I feel like Mirror's Edge can be a franchise if given the chance that would end up in a really fucking amazing place if it had the opportunity to iterate. It's not gonna, because it's yeah. We, uh, I believe we know it. We, we, we know a thing or two about a bum sequel followed by a banging third game. So, Metal Gear, <laughs> you want to say, I mean, you can go with Dante's Awakening, but quite frankly, Deus Ex fits the bill. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's just okay. Wooly. You, more than I, are fucking in the position to answer. Which is a worse sequel? DMC2 or Invisible War? Wage war as you choose, as Alex D., a covert anti-terrorist operative, you are thrust into the hornet's nest of conflict, conspiracy, and deceit. When a terrorist attack occurs in Chicago, you must decide whether your choice of allegiance is the right one. Use biomods to customize and upgrade your character. Intense shooter stealth gameplay in a world of paralleled interactivity. Unparalleled interactivity. There it is. Sequel to the game of the year... Sequel to the Game of the Year winner, Deus Ex. Right there. Can you uh, can you describe the boxed copy situation? As in, why I have this? Yes, that's correct. Well, you'll notice that I'm holding a boxed copy of this game, sealed at the top, of course, with the uh, the unopened uh, 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 seal and a barcode there. Uh, this uh, was given to me by an office manager who was walking through the aisles with a stack of them so high that he needed to get rid of the copies because the inventory closet was full and needed space. So we had to make space by getting rid of some copies of Invisible War. And uh, before I knew it, there was a copy on my desk. Yeah. It says everything, doesn't it? Top 10 E3 showstoppers. GamePro Magazine. 
And it's oh man, it's it's wild because Deus Ex, much like DMC, is like the invention of a genre, mm-hmm. and is also incredible in its own genre that it invented. Mm-hmm. And then the sequel is just like, holy shit! Yep. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's let's get out of this discussion because it can go on forever. Kind of like the development of Beyond Good and Evil 2. Hey. I get it. By the way, there is Lab Zero news. There's two pieces of Lab Zero news. I don't know if you got What's going on? Uh, New new, uh, fucking uh, studio has been created. Oh. In the time that we've been talking. I did not hear this. Like, literally. Like, actually. It's called Future Club. Okay. Huh. What's, uh, what's the deets? Uh, it's made by Lab Zero devs. <laughs> That's what I got. Okay. Future Club. Uh, da, 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 uh, here we go. X Lab Zero members for it's currently fifteen people, with Francesca Equinezzi acting as both CEO. And did producer. we did we miss the news because you said it was announced while the podcast was going? Yeah, four hours. Oh, ago. okay, cool. So it probably went live like ten minutes before. Uh, uh, it is a co-op. So that's interesting. Uh, no projects announced. Also, people are now like, now that everyone's out and whatnot, they're really putting the heat on Z, and they're like leaking like internal emails. And oh, stuff, really? And it's, <laughs> oh yeah, it's awful. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, the docket was no short uh, of 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 a bunch of stuff. I didn't hear anything about this, so there's more stuff coming out. Um. Okay, well, that is good news for those people and that team. Uh, Shout-outs to them having jobs. And, yes, good and whatever they're going to work on. And, yeah, okay, I can't, I can't be just scrolling through this article, scanning for uh, uh, points while we talk here, but... Is there anything else of note about the story that comes to... No, not okay. really. All right. Just that it exists now. Cool. That's good news. Uh, all right. Emails. Hey, if you want to send an email, send that over to castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. That's castlesuperbeastmail at gmail.com. I'm having a fun in the background experience where uh, there are 30 80s in stock at a website, uh, but the website is down. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is such a shit show. This is such a stupid. What about joke. the 3ds dying? What about it? 3ds is dead. What? Long live the 3ds. Is there something to talk about here? It's dead. They stopped production. Okay. Cool. 
It's it it is officially over. The nightmare has subsided. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Old console is no longer being made. Uh, I don't care for the 3DS. Anyway, news. Let's take one from Gabe. Hey, Gabe. What's up, man? Gabe says... Hey, Willie and the Pat guy. I've been watching the Halo playthrough and replaying them myself. It's kind of funny that Halo Reach has uh, similarities in terms of mechanical choices to Destiny, but it got me thinking about how Bungie is obsessed with the hidden object with lore thing. Bungie has loved... Yeah, they're crazy about it. They put tons of stuff into uh, into their games that are basically small novels uh, hidden in them since Halo 3, sometimes really imp- important bits of storytelling, making them kind of inconvenient to get. Like Destiny has raids that are considered part of the mainline story of the universe. Some raids have lore items comparably annoying to get compared to legendary terminals. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, Pat, you have experience with Destiny with lore tabs and collectibles. Wooly, I know you're piecing things together with data pads and terminals in Halo. Do you like this? Do you think this storytelling is ineffective? Also, I know that Bungie isn't the only company to do this. Souls, for example, has read your lore tabs. Uh, but it's the most relevant here because of watching Wooly's Halo LPs. I find it fun going your way to explore things going out of your way to explore things that you wouldn't normally do for games i guess novel reward as well as sometimes i think that a lot of narrative flavor in lore bits can be hidden or and how they're unlocked uh in where they can be hidden and how they're unlocked thanks from gabe so uh destiny is probably the worst example of it ever because the Destiny story is bad and the lore is actually somewhat interesting, but the lore is like they they take all the interesting parts of the story and hide it from you. And on top of that, there is lore tied to seasonal activities that disappears if you don't get it and will never ever be like uh, achievable by your character ever again. I have two minds about it because on the one hand, like I end up feeling a lot of times that it's like it is the cheapest and most inexpensive way to expand your universe um, without actually, like, you know, showing, with you tell, telling instead of showing. But because of that, I also am aware that we could be looking at instances where it was text or nothing. And when the choice is text or nothing, there's been many, many times when I'd read that text and be like, oh my God, this text was great. I, it's better that this yeah, text so- is here than there's nothing there. But I still prefer showing instead of telling. So take that stuff and now hide it. Right. Great. Every every interesting part of this game's story is hidden away from you. So this is this is where I, I kind of come to a compromise where I say, if you have shown me a sufficient amount of, of interesting things and what's happening in front of me is very, like, it's a living world and it's dense and it's interesting and I'm paying attention, uh, uh, it's compelling, I should say, then... Anything that I'm satisfied by that and the flavor text is all amazing. When I'm not satisfied by what I'm, what's happening in the present, but it's only flavor text uh, for all my, my depth, that bugs me. <clears throat> when I think about Mass Effect, 
I think I remember enjoying what was happening in the main game. And I would go read the codex for extra. And the codex was wonderful. It was a wonderful gravy to pour over the already interesting gameplay that I was playing. Uh, Lost Odyssey is a very different version of that. Where the bonus text outshines the game itself. By orders of magnitude. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, like, why is the writing so much better in those stories than it is in the regular dialogue? Doom is great, and you don't expect there to be much lore to Doom. So then when it turns out there is, I was like, whoa, okay. It was unexpected depth to a story that I remember being pitched to me, specifically um, by you guys were saying... Uh, he starts out by the the game puts the story in your face and and Doom Guy moves it out of the way to get back to shooting things. So from that first impression, I remember thinking, "Oh, this game is gonna be like, haha, lol, what story?" And that couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. It's totally there, and your Doom Guy absolutely has a bunch of shit that happens to him, and and there is a narrative that matters. Uh, but. Like, yeah, you just, despite your expectations, it goes way more in depth than than, than you'd think, you know? Um, and it's some of the coolest shit when you find out what that story is. Uh, Mirror's Edge, as we just talked about. Catalyst has some of its best lore locked in completing bonus objectives and reading text dumps. I wanted that to be in the game. I wanted that to be, like you know, presented as I was playing, not discovered in fucking terminals and shit like that. So it, it really just comes down to, does it feel like your game is lacking and this text is the only thing making up for it? Or is this gravy on top of an already satisfying story? Yeah, I think I think the way that you're describing it is a perfect way for um, Destiny because in Destiny they describe... Oh, this cool shit happened, and then this guy did this, and he had this big war, and there's a cool battle, and all these people were there, and I'm like, cool, I would love to be in one of those ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, dude. it it gives the, it when 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 the in-game story is lame, but the lore is cool. It gives this feeling of everyone but you is cool, <laughs> right? Everything that was ever important happened right before you started, and the stuff you're doing is just this lame in-between. But that's the shonen anime starting line. That's what that's the shonen anime fucking start line, is the coolest shit happened with the generation before you. You kind of suck. Hope you don't embarrass us too hard. Yeah, and then you have to get there. Yeah, so. hopefully. <sighs> yeah, that's the, it, it, it's it's really it's really just you know how I take it is in relation to the 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 shit that you're doing outside of that. You can't put a hard fast rule on it because it does it can feel lazy and it can feel amazing depending on what's happening outside of it. You know. Uh, thanks. Good question, Gabe. Good question, Gabe. Uh, here's one coming in from Fabio. 
says, Greetings, Lords of Castle Superbeast. Fabio from Brazil here. On Twitter, I, hey, I saw a post about how a person got banned for giving some twips, tips on Twitch chat. He was watching a streamer do a blind run of Metal Gear Solid. And when the streamer asked for tips on how to find Meryl, the person said, look at the soldiers to see which one moves their hips like a girl and follow them to the bathroom. He then got banned for inappropriate behavior. (laughs) So I ask, what are the weirdest tips that would get you ignored at the least or banned at the worst that are totally real? I don't know. I mean, that's a very... Um, I don't know about like the consequences being that extreme but ignored at the least i would definitely say uh how about this shoot the fucking parrot and eat it to piss him off the boss is gonna hate it when you shoot and eat his parrot what's the one in four like stare at them with the camera until they start making sex noises so you can take stare at them until you unlock the photo shoot (laughs) mode and then they'll start walking the runway and doing sexy stant poses and dances. And then you can go, oh, yeah, as you take your photos. It's always Kojima. It's always, it's always Kojima. Kojima. Hey, how about this? Uh, shit and piss so that you can throw it at the monsters to make them hate it. What game is that? Kojima. Oh, of course. Oh, genius Kojumbo. Oh, that's Death Stranding. (laughs) Oh, man. Video games are stupid. If you piss, you'll make a mushroom. And if everyone pees together, it can actually give you cryptobiotes. That's true. Ba bum ba bum bum. All I can remember about Death Stranding is roads. EU Dana. And zip lines. Uh okay. Shoot the cyber demon until it dies. Uh Ah, what? So the website finally loaded in, and the video cards are out of stock. Welcome to a succinct experience of what it's like to buy this video card. And the website is now down. Hey, nice. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, okay. This fucking bullshit is so stupid. Oh, my God. Uh. Henry says, hey, Chur Beast Ciders, with the middling release of Avengers, which devs do you think could do these characters justice? I was thinking of a multiplayer character action by Capcom, or I'd even settle for Doctor Strange Bayonetta. I mean, you know, which the answer to which the, we got... I, these questions tended to always end up the same way, where it was more or less just question asking bait for us to say... Capcom or or Platinum. Platinum or Way Forward or or Yacht Club, and it was like you you know the answer right? Um, yeah, you know what it is. But I have a different answer than those things for this. Oh yeah, yeah. who should handle these Marvel characters and who would do a good job and who can we trust with it? I don't know. Insomniac. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a much better pick. They're already familiar with Sony's Spider-Man. They did such a great job with Sony's character. I'd say on the anime side of things, Arc System Works actually does a really good job. Yeah. You know, like Capcom did a fine job in Marvel. You know, that was that was cool too. But well, minus that last outing. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just you know, the one that we just talked about today, where it was a pretty good thing, and the story in in in, in Spider Man was great, and the the characters that were, like like it was a good game, good ass game. That's that's more than enough for me. So, you said now in stock.net. Okay. Yeah. What are you looking for? Anything? Yeah, pretty much. I'm a. Do I hand sanitizer or webcams? Actually, uh, I, I, I can hear that. <laughs> Well, don't worry about it. Did you test the alarm on this podcast? What? No, what are you talking about? We just heard the alarm go off. What alarm? Oh, it was my alarm. Did your alarm go off? (laughs) It did. I was clicking around to see if other things would work and then i clicked on webcams and the webcam is in stock so it did the alarm and it was very loud so i'm basically hearing phantom alarms but i thought it was you don't worry about it jesus christ yeah uh there's a couple well there's a couple things i'm 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 I'm, i saw that i wanted to buy that i was like oof that's gonna take a while so and there's and i did put them in a like text file to check up on later and then I'll forget about so <laughs> um anyway we'll we'll leave it there okay good podcast you okay no i want my video card okay can it fit in your tower it's mine yeah it could fit in my tower cuz I'm at a state where I can't even look at it without first looking at a brand new everything. So I won't even be considering yeah. this until the actual tower is fucking... I'm honestly thinking about that as well, but that'll be later when the AMD processors come out. So I'll just buy the video card and then transfer that over. All right, let's get out of here. Okay. Have a good day, everyone. Don't buy any video cards. I want one. You don't do it. It's mine.